1: Hi, this is Adrienne Barbeau, and you're listening
0: to Movie Dumpster. Hey, what's up? Welcome to Movie Dumpster, Season 5, Episode 19. Today we're talking about Creep Show from 1982, directed by George Romero. I'm Joe Lascola. I'm Sean O'Rourke. And I'm Chris Barr. Welcome to the dumpster. So here we are, guys. We're finally talking about Creepshow on its 40th anniversary. How is this 40 years? I don't fucking know. I don't know. No idea. Yeah. Scary thought, man. Uh, it totally blew me away. And like I, I was going because I was like going through something else. And then I was like, oh, Creepshow. And then I was like, oh, my God, it turns 40 this year. I was like, we got to do it. We got to cover it. There's Straight a up. lot
2: turning 40 this year. This is not one that I thought would be in the list. Like the no. thing I see that as like a 40 year old movie. Yeah. But not this one. No, True. yeah,
0: I can I, see that. I, I feel like this one's even more evergreen than the thing. Yeah, and what I mean by that, it, it's more like a timeless kind of movie. Wow. I mean, it's heavily eighties, but like, but because 50s of the because also. well, yeah, because of the subject matter and like what it's parodying and like what it's trying to be, um, I feel like you I can see, stick I it. Know in, you you know, know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah.
2: It can go into a lot of like decades. Yeah, like there's there's fifties, there's seventies, there's eighties. Yeah. Little bit of futuristic in one of them, a kind
0: of, or like, or like, uh, you know, that, that, that 50s or 60s f- futuristic aesthetic, yeah. aesthetic. A- you, a- you know, like, what I mean? like the, the little bit of like the drop of 2001 space out of oh, it, was, in there. yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it yeah it's got everything, yeah, it's uh, got a little bit of everything. Uh, but I mean, if you're not familiar with the show, uh, Chris Barr, our good friend, yes. our co host from our other show, uh, Talks from the Dark Side, which, yes, folks, it's finally coming back. I know we had a unscheduled hiatus due to. <laughs> Shit in every one of our lives from varying degrees over the last like fucking what was it nine months or whatever it's been a long time a long it time like, it feels like it's been forever since we did it's a talk 40 the, years it's been yeah, 40 yeah. years since we did talks from the dark side and so we did creep show instead of course well obviously. right right well on the <laughs> in honor of creep show we're actually recording tales from the dark side or talks from the dark side episodes in the same uh clip uh clip yeah so um so yeah chris is finally here on a mainline episode. This is the first
2: one, it's the first it's, one. What a, like what an episode to be on. I, for this. This
0: you had the, to be on this one. Yeah. That was the thing. Like we wanted you on for predator to didn't work out that way. But if we were doing creep show, it had to be yeah. Chris Barr. So on this I'm episode. glad to be here. This yeah. is a good one to be on. Um, I just want to talk a little bit about, um, what this movie kind of means in the pantheon of our lives. Yeah. <laughs> and kind of like how we met each other and, and, uh, and because this this film, for all intents and purposes, uh, is, is a seminal work for not only us, if you agree with me, us as filmmakers, but us as friends and kind of our friendship.
2: Oh, yeah. No, this is a very, this is an important movie. Yeah. For a lot of people, but, you know, especially us creatively. It's yeah. done a lot for us. And like we're saying before, it kind of like goes through the decades of like inspiration and influence. Mm-hmm. It's like this has everything.
0: It has everything. We're, we're big horror You don't you don't say Joe. Yeah, we're big (laughs) horror fanatics. Um, And of course, uh, fans of Tales from the Crypt comics and the EC comics and Vault of Horror and all that stuff. And this was, you know, obviously, clearly George Romero's George Romero and uh, Stephen King's love letter uh, to those comics. But um, just like from from our perspective, they've infiltrated our lives so much that like one of our first the the first short that we ever did together was uh, from 2010 which is a fucking decade ago, yeah, Outhouse, by the way. Yeah, 2010. Talking about a long time ago. 12 years now? You're know, like yeah, washing like was over, outhouse. you're like the water washing yeah. over yeah. Ted Danson. <laughs> uh, so we did Outhouse, um, which is an award-winning film, by the way. We can say that which we're is kinda, award-winning film we're, we're both
2: not going to like tutor on own <laughs> No, but we, like, but we were on television. Yeah.
0: A- an award-winning film that's printed on a shit-colored VHS tape. You yes, can't forget it's that. Or, it's in oh, the yeah, dungeon. Somewhere. It's right there, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, we did, we did a short run of red tapes and then we did a short run of yellow tapes and oh, yeah. hopefully new tapes to come wink, so we'll wink, see. looking at you, Josh lunch, <laughs> me VHS anyway. Um, but yeah, specifically for outhouse, you know, we, uh, we kind of had, it, I feel like since, since like the inception, like that, we did that for, for, the, for the, uh, the monster mashup competition, the, yeah. the contest that, uh the uh the what was it the ch- not yeah it was chiller it was network chiller, yep. it was the chiller network mm-hmm. uh that was on for a little while but the like from conception like we kind of wanted to make it feel like an anthology movie like yeah. like like a, like a segment like yep. a creep show segment yeah
2: we knew we knew right at the gate was going to be a short and like both of our kind of like influence yeah comes from like the campy but not the overly campy. Not the, yeah. not, uh, well, I would not even the, say, I would like even say, slapstick or, I would,
0: yeah, I would even say absurd, but yeah, I mean, absurd. I guess that's a good Yeah. It's pretty absurd. <laughs> yeah. I mean, for, coming. I mean, I know you guys for a while, but like I wasn't involved with that project. I mean, I've seen it obviously. Yeah. Uh, I think you guys nailed it. I mean, especially like the lighting and the vibe that you guys have in that film and just the, just the way you shot it gives that vibe, heavy duty. Well, I think, you. I think, I think you accomplished what you guys were going oh, for. Thanks, yeah. yeah. Thank you, man. I mean, I mean yeah, I mean, uh, clearly from the colors and, yeah, yeah. and even like, uh, our friend, John Saltarelli, uh, RIP who's in that, um, when he gets taken in the, by the monster, yeah there's when like folds there, up. dude there is like a lot of the crate happening in that oh, yeah. scene absolutely <laughs> um especially with like the noises and stuff yeah. that we
2: kind of put in and it's like going into you know sort of going on a tangent but it's like our influence comes from like literally what creep show is 100 everything yeah it's like the tone the atmosphere the music and the lighting it's like the lighting would just it's fun doing colored lights yeah. and you know,
0: it's, it's a ton of fun to yeah. make, like did you just blast the, the primaries yeah. and, 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 and get all that color color contrast and stuff. Um, but, but yeah, not to go on a tangent but oh, like yeah, I, I want to well, yeah. I want to I want to bring it up and talk about it because we don't I didn't we never really ever talked about it on anything before. That's true. Oh, oh, no, so that's yeah, a I, Especially I, on movie dumps, right? I and mean, no. we it's come up in the past that there's film ideas and there's trailers that we've worked on together or we you did, guys have worked on but I think yeah, it's because, really
2: Again, we don't want to toot our own horn but yeah. we did a thing.
0: Check it out. But so I'm marking it right now because what I've noticed over the past 5 to 10 years is that if you don't do that Nobody yeah. knows who that's the fuck true. you are, what you're doing, what you're capable of, because I've ran into so many situations like that, and I've and I've like beat myself up about it, yeah. and I'm like, well, I can't really do that because they didn't know, you know what I mean? So I got to be like, hey, I did this. Yeah. I got to be that fucking guy that's like, <laughs> yeah, I did that. Look at me, everyone. Look at me, everybody. Attention. Yeah. Oh, you got to take a page out of Tony from Hack the <laughs> Movies book, our good friend. <laughs> well, we did actually talk about Outhouse once on Mike Boylan's show. That's I think right. be, I think before it became alone in the dark podcast or was it already alone in the I dark I think it was already alone, in, it the was dark. Already alone yeah. in the dark so that was a lot of fun yeah. um when we talked about it when we first dropped it I think and when we did feel the screams too yep yeah. and another thing that w- that really in- was heavily influenced by this too was um the creature feature short that I did yeah. that I shot um and directed and did all the special effects for um that was heavily creep show vibe orientated you were on that shoot you helped out a big yeah, time running wires pulling lights and dude you were just doing focus we were you helped me with the crane it was a lot yeah. of, it was a lot of fun that yeah. one that was a good time it was a good 2am shoot it Those was good... the best yeah. <laughs> it was a good 2am shoot meanwhile once again i'm just in the i i got the video i watched the end result i'm like good job yeah. good yeah. job this looks awesome <laughs> but <laughs> was I there for the grueling hours <laughs> yeah. but again like just to just to put that uh point across like yes we're influenced by this movie and sometimes it just happens like when we're composing a shot yeah. or we're doing something, like it's just like it creeps out, just comes out. Sure. And it's almost it like it like leaks through. Like it like on purpose.
2: No. It's just you know, when we do like when we do like a color switch. Yeah. Like a normal color to like all red. It's mm-hmm. like then it's like, oh, the creep show effect. Yeah. And it's like we know what we're talking about, but then it's like more subtle things come into play. And mm-hmm. then it's like we may not know we're doing something that was in creep show.
0: Because Creepshow has everything. I know. But then when you do you're like, oh, fuck. It looks yeah. like but it's okay, yeah. especially if you pull it off. Yeah, yeah <laughs> exactly. Yeah, 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 for sure. So We're, that's our personal history. So that's our personal with history Show. with yeah. it. But, but, like, but like Chris and I have bonded over this movie and um, EC Comics and Tales from the Crypt, and, which we'll get to eventually after uh, we completely cover Tales from the Dark Side. We will get to uh, Tales from the Crypt. But... um yeah, they're just a big it's they're very big parts of our lives um just as horror fans and as filmmakers. Hey, and I'll just say my personal experience cuz I don't have anything that deep with this movie. Sure. Like I do like it a lot, just you know, say that right out in the front here. But uh, this is just one I came to early, you know, when I first started getting into horror. Again, I I know I've talked about this before on the show, but like in my late teens, this was one that was like, I think either Joe recommended it or it popped up on TV one day. My dad, maybe even somebody recommended it to me. I watched it and fell in love. And every time I watch it, it's a fucking joy, guys. (laughs) And it, like I, I didn't grow up with those comics. I mean, I, I I've read a few. Well, they're from the fifties. No, but I'm saying like those like horror style comics. Right. and something I personally grew up with. But I, I, had, I dabbled. I had some vampire ones. Sure. So like, it, I definitely. I didn't quite go into the shoes of maybe you guys, but I can kind of relate. And uh, yeah, I mean, I guess that's my personal experience. And I I don't, again, nothing super heavy, but it's a really fun movie and I can kind of relate to a point.
2: Yeah. So I grew up with the Tales from the Crypt, like reprints. It's like they did them in the fifties, the initial run. That's when all the, you know, these filmmakers. Those big box sets. Yeah. Yeah. Those ones. Yeah. They also did reprints in the early nineties. Okay. Right around the time when the TV show on HBO was big. So it's like that's when I caught it was like okay, yeah, during yeah. the reprints where yeah. it's like, oh, what's this? Yeah. It's like that's how I found out about it. And it's like when kids were reading like Goosebumps and like Totally. All, all that kind of stuff. I was already in the Vault of Horror, Haunt mm, of Fear, yeah. reading about, you know, just all those like yeah. insane stories. Mm-hmm. And uh so seeing this and knowing that this was like a love letter to those comics. Sure. This is like the best thing. Oh,
0: a hundred percent. Uh you know, I mean Look, what Zemeckis did with Tales from the Crypt, we'll talk about. Oh, yeah, that's sure. There's yeah. a lot Which to... is a whole nother ball yeah. of wax. But yeah, but. I wish we could
2: uh, talk about it now. Uh, yes, <laughs> but <laughs> there's not, that thought. But, there, but, there, but there's,
0: I guess, just to drive the point home, there's nothing really like this movie done this way successfully. No. And in my opinion, this is the best, the seminal anthology movie. Mm hmm. I love my anthology. Oh, so yeah. You I love your anthologies. Do, yeah. I think we all do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I think this one is like the fucking bees knees top shelf. Yeah. Fucking th- this th- is this is the this, one. This is the this is the uh, 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 Johnny Walker blue of, yeah. <laughs> of <laughs> anthology movies. Yeah. Well, I'll mention uh, uh, Tales briefly just again, because, you know, I go back and listen to some of those old episodes, just kind of preparing myself for this, like for Creep Show and, and like we were saying a little earlier, some new talks, episodes and, like, we talk a lot on that show, like, how those episodes fit together as a puzzle. Like, maybe you don't like every episode, but you can kind of see, like, all right, this doesn't work for me, but it works in the puzzle that is Tales from the Dark Side. The bigger picture, yeah. yeah like, this, every piece of this puzzle, let's say, just interlocks so perfectly. And you get, like, a little bit of every subgenre of horror kind of in this film, and it's done with that 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 kind of snarky spin from those EC mm-hmm. comics, man. And it's just kind of... I mean, we're gonna get into each one man yeah. but like i can't i'm already kind of already ready to reach for it off the damn shelf man and we we just started the review well we got a lot of stuff to talk about there's a, there's a whole bunch of trivias that i feel like will just come up naturally as we're talking about sure, it yeah. Would i can will you guys concur with that oh, we don't yeah. we don't and i need
2: think to, we each have trivia too we each yeah, time yeah, we got yeah, a yeah. lot we to, got a
0: lot of stuff to talk about um and go into and kind of uh, dissect and and, and enjoy um what i will say is that this film is written by stephen king you have two titans of horror george romero and stephen king coming together for this and just fucking knocking it out of the park i think you got three man you got that third one knocking on the door doing the this the makeup and special oh and tom savini yeah 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 well we'll talk about tom and his and his stuff with this film because this was like well we'll get to it yeah yeah yeah.
2: and having like george romero and stephen king together It's like two, it's like this movie, it's like this shouldn't have, it's like one of those things, you put a dream list together, people you want to work together, this is two of them, and it's like somehow this movie got put together, and here
0: we are. This is like lightning in a bottle stuff. It's crazy. and It it really is. You could
2: tell they're having fun, just like two buddies working together, just putting this together with a bunch of like Pittsburgh
0: locals. Yeah, oh yeah. And they're both on the same page, they both have the same drive and passion for these things, and and again, to come back to it, but the the comics that they grew up with, you know? So, um, without further ado, uh, Oh, Oh, I want to say one last thing. Um, you saw the intro of this and you heard some music that was by our good friend, Matt Cannon of lapses who did, uh, the movie dumpster creep show score. Um, it, it's his version of the, of the John Harrison, uh, uh, main theme of the, of the, uh, of the movies so you're gonna be hearing that intermittently um and thank you so much matt it came out amazing so uh without further ado let's uh jump into this started off with a slap to the face by tom atkins <laughs> a mustacheless. oh my tom god atkins. it is a little weird to see him without a mustache yeah, my weird. wife's like there's t- he's got too much upper lip <laughs> yeah. right and she's like no 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 only only mustache tom for me it's like a real life homer simpson yeah <laughs> Well, except he changes, you know, from the Duff beer for your yeah. straight liquor, yeah, right. right? Well, he needs a sip of it to put that fucking yeah, drinks beer on. beats oh, yeah. his kid, yeah, 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 pretty much, yeah. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. So this is the wraparound portion of the story. Uh so so Tom Tom's not having it, man. He's not his little boy, uh, uh Joe Hill. By the way, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> Which yeah. Is, like we have to point out, I'm yes. sure that
2: everybody knows this yeah. trivia already, yeah.
0: but well, if you don't know, Joe Hill is Stephen King's son. There right, you go, right. bingo bongo. Also now a famous horror writer, yes. a, lot, a lot of comic horror too. Yeah. Big time. He wrote. He wrote the uh, Tales from the Dark Side comic books uh, oh, okay. that Jason Hill was so nice to send to us. We have to jump into those okay. at one point. But yeah, he's got <laughs> he's got the comic book, and you hear him just like berating his kid like yeah. outside the house. And I, and I I guess it's Halloween because there's a jack o' lantern. Mm. He's like he's like he's like where do, you, where do you get this crap? Where do you think you get this, this crap rubbish? from? This, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this horror crap. This horror crap. <laughs> this horror crap. Meanwhile. Everything, it looks like my it looks like here, but it looks oh, like my yeah, room yeah. as a kid. There's like a fucking Rodan hanging off the thing. There's like a Dracula poster, all kinds of good stuff. Well, like stuff's that stuff's not too uh, over the top, yeah. not too violent. People turning into plants for Christ's sake. Uh-huh. Well, yeah, you, you get the you, you get your fucking plot dump is from yeah. Tom Atkins yeah. in the beginning, which I love. <laughs> yeah, a little bit of a
2: spoiler alert from uh, Tom Atkins before yeah. we even jump into the movie, telling you all yeah. about the stories uh, that are about to happen. Stephen King turns into a plant. Yeah, <laughs> by, by the way,
0: off, uh, people coming back from the dead. Back. Uh, cover a few of them. Yeah, Ted dancing. <laughs> it's just funny because because Joe Hill's like he's like oh they're n- it's not any worse than the books you keep in your drawer. Those, those sex those comics sex books oh my God. <laughs> fucking five across the face from top. mom just stands there oh, come on you know typical you know hands he's off a, mother he's a goddamn little snoop too uh but he was just getting his cufflinks for for sunday church oh, and, he, and was, he found yeah. the books yeah he's got to hide your porno better <laughs> hey, yeah really <laughs> in his underwear drawer <laughs> um then there's like one last uh glimmer of hope from joe he's like he's like I'm sorry, Dad. Can I just have my comic book back? (laughs) He's And he's just like, If I catch you with this crap again, you won't sit down for a week, buddy boy. And I tuck in. He throws it right in the trash can what a piece of shit he like goes out and like throws it in the garbage can there's like a fucking bolt of lightning oh, and yeah. in the, in the, the you know the spooky breeze
2: and everything yeah, he pulls off the asshole dad thing like really well he's fantastic yeah. he really is
0: you don't see him do that that often but he nails it here yeah.
2: oh he's, he's always like a like a soft lovable yeah. like teddy
0: bear kind of yeah, guy yeah well neither of well, the kind of, creeps he's yeah. a little bit more of an asshole but oh, I think like it's because yeah. he's trying not to hurt anybody he's pushing people yeah. away but yeah. he's not an asshole yeah. well that's after he gets a divorce right well, sure. from his wife in this movie joe hill grows up moves out he gets the fucking voodoo thing but he survives ends up killing that guy and then you know he ends up with like a bottle of scotch it would taping up his fucking door he's gonna kill himself and now the creeps yeah right exactly it it links up and at some point halloween 3 inverts itself into this i think that was pre this Pre creep oh, okay, show, okay. Yeah, was Joe it, Hill put the put the mask on and is his head turned to fucking no, uh, snakes and no, rats? And Tom shit? was fucking the robot chick, and then like you know he settled Whoa. down. Okay, and had Joe okay. Hill. <laughs> Joe Hill's a robot. Okay, half He, he robot. might be. It's <laughs> Mdu Mdu checks lines up. up.
1: Sure, it checks out we gotta kinda. get some more Atkins
0: on this show to really figure <laughs> that through line out. Uh, so so yeah, it wraps up, and uh, and Tom has that uh, that great line uh because he's like, "What do you want him read that crap?" He's like, I took care of it. Yeah. That's why like God made fathers, babe. Yeah, sits back. sits <laughs> back like God made fathers. bud light. I, I love, though, how little Joe Haley's sitting there, like, with tears down his eyes, making a deal with the devil. He's like, I wish he would go to hell. And this fucking, this, this creep. The creep. Uh, walks in and is like, okay, we can make that happen. <laughs> He's outside his fucking window. We gotta talk window? about that shot. Oh, okay. It's unbelievable. You- in subsequent releases, like well, well, in the in the in the early releases, like I remember watching this on tape yeah. a lot. And like that shot in particular was kind of hard to see, like all the, the array of motion on the mm-hmm. creep's face. But dude, that that scream factory blu-ray, you can see all of oh, yeah. the mechanics going on in its face, like smiling and like yeah. looking around and just. the way
2: it's lit and everything. Yeah, they really pulled it out.
0: Yeah, it's it's amazing. But uh, but yeah, I guess the creep is a real entity. Well, it's at least going to be your, 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 uh your guide. through the Yeah, creeper. exactly. It's like, yeah. yeah,
2: more or less a host. Yes, yeah. P- pretty much. It's it, like the Crypt Keeper. If you didn't talk,
0: it's like, mm-hmm. it's like the witch or yeah. or the Vault Keeper. or Yeah. Or the, the Crypt Keeper. Yeah.
2: So our first bit of trivia. Yeah. So they actually called it Raul on set. Oh,
0: the, what is there a reason for that? That you can
2: find <laughs> Not, just some Tom Savini okay. like nickname.
0: It's Slimer. Like, I mean, became Slimer just because that's what people <laughs> eventually called him. What it was like. Onion head. Oh, yeah, 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 as, yeah. Yeah. Before that. Yeah. So we get this amazing uh, animated sequence here. Um, so originally it it was going to be the creep outside the window. Tom Savini's pr- uh, practical creep, and they were going to put it on this giant crane and they were going to do this pull out shot over the uh the the town can you imagine if they actually did that oh my god it ended up <laughs> i think the reason they scrapped it because it was going to end up being like a twenty yeah, thousand dollar shot think about, that, <laughs> think about that think about that for a second a twenty thousand dollar shot well, not worth you know? it yeah i'll take the animation any day either way but... well yeah. so michael gornick called the cinematographer he calls up uh uh rick catazone and he's like he's like look we got to figure this out like he sends him like this the, the film footage of like what they were trying to do um especially like there was, they were also trying to do the comic practically too, like in the beginning where it folds open and, Oh yeah. And they were trying to get it to land, right? So he sends them some footage and they're like, this isn't going to work out. So the end, they opt for a fully animated thing that, uh, that Rick does. And um, it actually works to the benefit of it because it kind of turns into the comic book, which is the whole point yeah. anyway. And it was like a happy accident hmm. that kind of happened it, because instead of doing it practically, it ended up working out for the better. Cause it's like one of the most iconic pieces in oh, the yeah. film.
2: And this like sets the stage for like the rest of the film, the tone. Yeah. yeah I was going to say all
0: those other like comic book things. Like I know other movies have tried that since then. I know Ang Lee's the Hulk always comes to mind, yeah. but I feel like no one really has nailed that. I mean, the Watchmen director's cut kind of gets there, but oh, it still doesn't. But this movie, it's just like, man, pairing just the live action with comic stuff. is just like those frames around certain scenes and the backgrounds and everything, man, just throughout. It's oh my god it, so good it's absolutely incredible and like the animation uh that that rick had done for that is just it, so good and then of course it transforms into the different panels as mm-hmm. we go through the movie and, and and the comic to the live action and all that kind of stuff it's just so fucking good and it's just fun it's just, yeah. it's it's like it's like just a neat so little fun. like way to like split up I, scenes and 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 john Harrison's score is kicked up oh, over all god, of this and yeah. it's just like Fuck man, when that when that creep show flies oh, yeah. out of the comic, ding, ding, like ding 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 yeah, ding, 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 ding yes. and the it, fucking things come up, it's like ah, oh, it's just so good. It's it's one of the best soundtracks they're like, gonna film period, like yeah. of all time. I agree, it's I good, and it's... we
2: love some John Harrison. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, John
0: Harrison. Uh, we talked about him many times on uh, Talks from the Dark yep. Side. Um, you know he directed a movie. He did. Yeah tales from the dark side of the movie the oh movie. Yeah. <laughs> okay yeah I, more anthology
2: I, stuff we'll, we'll get, get to it together yep. okay
0: um but i i, I just want to also note on that animation sequence and we do see yeah. this throughout too like yeah. the 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 ads in between which yes. is funny how that becomes relevant at the end of the film but i just i love that extra detail that they were like fuck it we'll just put the ads in there that, that's yeah. classic comics x-ray specs yeah yeah yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. like all those old 50 50 ads yeah. there. the voodoo doll which we'll come back to yeah know. exactly um just one thing the last thing i wanted to note was that like to get the pages right, Mm. uh Rick um did like almost like a stop motion thing with the pages where he would uh take pictures uh and have like this like little gimbal thing set up to like bend the pages right so that he Hmm. could draw it like accurately. It's really fucking cool man. Like incredible Incredible. yeah a lot of
2: work went into it and it pays off.
0: Yeah the comic book itself uh was done by um Kamen. Uh, oh, Jack Kamen. Jack Kamen, yeah. who was an original EC uh, artist. Artist, yeah. yeah. Are, okay, so are you saying like the physical comic that they use in the movie or were they, they put one actually out? As, well, like, this is the one they actually thing. put out. Okay, that's what I'm... I, I didn't know that. Well, Jack Kamen did the cover of this. Okay. And then inside, Bernie Wrightson did all of the actual comic book itself inside. Now, is the comic inside... Sorry to go off on a side note, I didn't even realize that's what you had out here. but yeah. Is that actually like the comic of the movie on the This inside? is like the comic of the movie. Oh wow. Oh so my like, god. That's awesome. So like, yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Holy shit. And it's like all the all the stories. Uh, That's incredible. Yeah. I I didn't even know that was a thing. I mean, it's been sitting here, yeah. here on display. Um, <laughs> yeah.
2: So they got an original like artist wow. from the EC days to do the artwork. Yeah. They originally wanted Graham Engels, mm-hmm. which was another guy from the E C days, which he originally did the Haunt of Fear. Right. Okay. He was like the guy, like he had the look for the haunt of fear. Mm-hmm. It's like there's a lot of covers where it has like dripping witches and yeah. like a very stylized look yeah, with like dripping, like a lot of wet, like
0: looks. Yeah. Um, that's really cool. It's a
2: very I, iconic look. As, as you're talking
0: about it, I mean, like I wasn't putting two and two together. I was like, oh, wait, shit, there was an actual comic. Oh, my God, that's yeah. amazing. But uh, one last thing. None of the, the comic wasn't complete. So, so they had like these big panels. They Xeroxed it all on newsprint and then colored it in with colored pencils oh. and then put the thing together. It's pretty that's cool. so fucking yeah, no cool. it's really neat it's <laughs> yeah. like all those
2: little like technical things yeah. they pull off like that it's, yeah. they're always fun to hear about and as you can tell they put their love of like the craft into this
0: yeah oh every everybody mm-hmm. is just on the ball with this but with that being said uh, yeah uh let's get into our first segment
1: Father's
2: day. I want my cake. <laughs> I got my cake. There you, you go. You came. A, a story in three You like, <laughs>
0: bitch. Oh my God, this fucking story, man. Every fucking Father's Day, my dad does that. Like he screams it in the house. <laughs> Where's my cake?
2: See what I mean? It's like you have more traditions and like things that you do not even aware of. It's just part of it. Yeah.
0: It's just part of it. And it's again, like we were talking about, like it infiltrates everything. So we open up. On uh you know, it, it's it's so fucking cool because it goes and the comic book opens and it goes to the panel and it goes to Yeah, the, start from a comic book, yeah, feeds into now we're into our movie like yeah. live action and our establishing shot of everybody and thing. Aunt Leslie's there, or Aunt Sylvia, excuse me. Uh Cass uh uh Ed Harris Ed Harris is there. Harris is there as, Harris. As, as, I'm watching the movie and I'm like, you know, again, I've seen this so many times, but I just forgot. I was like, why does this actor look so fucking familiar? And I'm like, I look at him like, oh yeah, Ed Harris, Ed of, Harris of course, yeah. and his little cameo. Well, a lot of people came over i think night riders is right before creep show uh, yeah, okay. and a lot of the people came over like even uh the production like the production artists and stuff like that the set artists and mm-hmm. decorators and costumer and stuff uh all came over from night riders so it was kind of neat that ed came over too and isn't that isn't one of the guys warner shook wasn't he like directed something we've recently covered so warner shook directed grandma's last wish episode of tales from the dark side okay and he directed the Mr. Schlobber episode of Monsters. Okay. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> And I just, if you see all these autographs on, on here, um, I just got to meet, uh, I met Warner Shook, uh, Daryl Ferrucci, uh, Galen Ross, uh, Tom Atkins, I met for the first time, believe it or not, and uh, Christine Forrest. So I met, I got to meet all of them, which was Fucking incredible. Oh, and John Amplis, too, which was really all
2: at the like the 40th panel.
0: They were all it wasn't a panel. It was just like a I don't I don't know if they did a panel. It was at Chiller. Okay. And it was like I just I just had gone. And that was like my first uh convention that I had gotten to go to this year. (laughs) So it was like really Oh, that's cool. It was like super special. It was cool. It was so great meeting everybody. Um, oh, I also met uh Chief Woodenhead from Creepshow 2 who signed my tape too. Anyway, um so they're, they're all gathered around on this lovely Father's Day. Yes, they are to celebrate the um death. I I yeah, a murder of their right? murder.
2: What kind of, what kind of person you have to be where people celebrate the day you died? I you think
0: it's some Twilight Zone shit, man. <laughs> I think they kind of say it in passing that Ampedelia like makes them get together every year on Father's Day because she so she inherited all the money from her father, uh, who's their. Um, great uncle, I think. Uh, right, right. Uh, uh, Nathaniel Grantham. Tree
2: thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: so she dispersed it between her sister and her niece and nephew. But they got to come there every year they to have, get the money, I guess. You, they have to come there. They're, like, contractually obligated to get together and have a fucking ham dinner at with Bedelia at 6 p.m. Right? On the dot. Oh, my God. You I set look. your clock by her. Yeah. <laughs> it was Aunt Sylvia gives the fucking lore dump to Ed Harris. She's like, well, she's going to get here, you know, exactly like when she does every time. She's going to be out there for, like, two hours blubbering. <laughs> then she's going to come up, and we're going to have dinner. And he's like, <laughs>
1: oh, okay,
0: okay. You hear the car pull yeah, it up it right as she's saying yeah. Screech to a halt, as they say. <laughs> yeah. uh, she's fucking great, man. When she's on screen, like she just commands the whole thing. Oh yeah. I, I mean, when she goes to when she goes to the grave, <laughs> and she's got the fucking Jim Beam oh, yeah. and shit, oh, and she's like God. talking about and like you
2: know that whole scene was improvised. It's mm-hmm. incredible. Yep. It's incredible.
0: Mm-hmm. She nails it. Yeah, yep. she was great. But uh, but yeah, like like Sean and Chris were saying, and they're all talking about Aunt Bedelia and they tell you the story mm-hmm. of what happened, and like Nathan, who is Bedelia's dad ended up like getting her fiance killed on like a fucking safari and then these are the clips here we have to talk about too because yeah. it's like now we're bringing in more of the
2: comic panels oh i mean we've had little yeah. like you know snippets here yeah. and there you know transitions and
0: stuff but now what like it's starting to get its own sort of like yeah you're getting like s- like the the squiggles around yeah. the panel like and cool unique frames yeah around, little yeah, shots yeah the frames and stuff like uh the Bedelia you bitch line when, he's oh like, my s- God. when he swears Where's my cake. And you say, know, it's he, seven years earlier and when, had the thing. When she's making a cake and she's putting like that fondant on there and it says Happy Father's Day but he, she's getting so unnerved it's just like yeah. cake batter all over the place. I don't hear you, I don't hear you. Uh, yeah, yeah. While, while the other maid is like watching her like, are you, like not saying it, but like you can at least see on her face like, are you fucking okay lady? Uh, yeah. Oh, like, Miss D, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so her father, so so Nathan has like her, Husband killed straight up her fiance and then like tasks her to take care of him because he has like a stroke and can't get out of his fucking chair. So if she wants the money, she has to take care of him. And she and he rubs that in her face like constantly. So Father's Day comes. She's making his cake and He's goddamn it, hang- angry. Yeah, yeah, I know you're I, shaking I, out I, the fondant. You know, we want that. We want, He wants his cake, right? So uh, she's squeezing it all out. She finally has enough of it. She just goes in, She picks up this fucking giant marble uh, uh, ashtray and just smacks him upside the fucking Happy Father's Day. Oh, and works. cracks him. And then she's like, later on, when the, when she's talking about it, like all drunk, she's like, yeah, they couldn't tell. <laughs> they would never take it. Bad drinking. form. Yeah, yeah, bad form, <laughs> daddy. Uh, uh astray back in place joe overturned. yeah half his head's caved well, in but okay yeah. it was great because like there's like little things there where she's like yeah you taught us all well you taught us all you told my mother you fucked us all up yeah. and blah 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 and it's clear that she loved him but she's obviously like hates him at the same time yeah there's, she like, was at her breaking thing. point yeah then, yeah unhealthy relationship so uh instead of going back for the ham dinner uh nathan comes back from the dead oh yeah this he does <laughs> fucking punches out of the ground and she goes fucking crazy i love the split diopter shots mm-hmm. in this so much um again uh mimicked. i know de palma did it a lot but like i mimicked this kind of shot in the the creature feature mm. uh thing i did um and then we also did a panel in outhouse that said like later yep. okay. with like the comic look with and everything. the comic look we should have and... talked about that yeah we should have before i also love the way this zombie looks like yeah, it, it, part of it is just a zombie, but the way that it's always lit is always has like yeah. these deep reds or blues always hitting it. Yeah, well, that's John Amplis in the costume. Yeah, I saw too. that. Yeah, so, so, yeah. so he's it's Martin. He's in Night Rider, He's in a bunch of yeah. Romero stuff. And that
2: like that makeup on the zombie, mm-hmm. it's like that is definitely their like homage to like. The EC illustrations oh, okay, like, yeah, like yeah, on yeah. the shirt. Oh, big time. And so you see like, oh, yeah. like the dripping and everything. Oh yeah, it's like he's the dripping with there.
0: I think I think that's why he's like one of the best zombies of all time. The most yeah. iconic, oh, because yeah. it's just like it nails. Him and drawings. Tar yeah. so much. Tarman? Oh yeah, Tared yeah, yeah. Tarman. Tarman's yeah, yeah, yeah. amazing too. Um, but like specifically like from the translation from the yeah. artwork. It just looks gross. Yeah. It's just so And it's good. like
2: there's like maggots coming off of it and everything uh, and
0: Plus, the voice that's we're going to talk about. The oh, voice. the voice,
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: And I want my because he's already got a grading before he dies in the yeah. flashbacks, but with the, with that reverberation and the father's so day, Benelia.
2: Yeah. I can't even do it. It's yeah. like because it's my like, it's like this off. guttural,
0: it's like this bubbly digitation yeah. to the voice, you know, it. how did they yeah. do this?
2: So I think it was a, a combination of um, like a flanger modulation and like a whole bunch of just really old equipment.
0: Yeah, I forget the guy who did all the sound work, but um, I know on the last story, uh, they're creeping up on you. He used some kind of like old amplifier to get that vo- that voice uh, uh, modulation when yeah. he's, when Pratt's talking to the dude for the, through the door. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, like specifically. Um, and I, I just real quick, that guy noted that, like, he loved working with George Romero because George Romero was like, yeah, if I can make it cool, like, do whatever you want, like, experiment. It's like
2: every production should be like this. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. It's like, just like, try some weird ideas, see what works and just have fun
0: with it. Like, be creative and, and make put, some weird stuff. Putting trust and, in your people. Really? Yeah. You know? yeah. Having fun, being creative and just letting other people have input. I mean, yeah not to let it take over the production. No. Because you need to wrangle out clearly. Of course. But yeah. like. The professionals in each particular field that's helping you create your film l- should be able to breathe. Yep. You know what I mean? And and be able to lend their creative eye or ear yeah. to you know the the full picture, and yeah. especially the people that get it. I mean, that's mm-hmm. the people you want on your team anyway. Exactly. But, but, yeah. yeah.
2: But then when you have like, you know, conditions like that, when yeah. everybody's like allowed to be creative and have that little bit of freedom, mm-hmm. it's like then this happens. Yeah, they always magic. Like, then you get a voice. <laughs> And like, you know, sound effects, I mean, through a few of the segments here,
0: yeah. there's like voice modulation that has never been done uh, ever since. And really. I think it's fucking, it's creepy, man. Yeah. When Like when it comes out of Nate, when it comes oh, out yeah. of Jordy Jordy Verrill, when it comes out of Ted Danson and the other chick, yeah. it's like creepy. it's, or Galen oh, Ross yeah. rather, yeah. it's crazy. Um, so yeah, uh, he comes out of the grave, he's in his full fucking glory and he chokes the shit out of Bedelia uh, Yeah, and heads back to the mansion because just because he wants his cake he wants his cake man <laughs> the only other character in history I can think of that wanted cake this fucking badly was Big Mom in one piece she would not shut the fuck up about that wedding cake for about a hundred episodes I just love that's the driving force yeah, literally Even that's like, all he wants in that classic yeah. EC style oh why is he back? I don't know because he, he wants his cake <laughs> well then I love how uh, Ed Harris they're like go check on her she's, she's taking a while hold the fucking phone when we cut back Ed oh, Harris missing, is so fucking, Oh, that dancing! But he's like, dude, my favorite thing. I give call it. Crispin Glover a run for his money. I call it the Ed Harris. It's just something I do. If you've ever seen me dance anywhere, sometimes I fucking, you know, you get one of those. Yeah. That's the fucking Ed Harris, man. Uh, it's wonderful. Yeah. Don't let go. Oh my God, you're <laughs> right. We couldn't forget that scene. I I was dying. I forget Sorry. about it every time. Okay, well now, uh, yeah, we'll still be interrupts. She's like, turn that shit down. Where's Bedelia? <laughs> yeah,
2: get out there, Ed Harris. Yeah, Ed, yeah. Stop dancing, Ed yeah. Harris.
0: That's the actual line
2: from,
0: from <laughs> Giving Me At You to Ed Harris. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Ed Harris, go find Ampedelia. Go, go lay in that hole. He's fucking, dude. He, Ed Harris is a cool motherfucker. Nah, yeah. He lights that fucking uh, Strike Anywhere with his hands oh, yeah. and lights up a cigarette. Mm. I don't know. It's just fucking cool. So he goes out to takes a midnight stroll. And again, like the lighting and the way mm. that this is all shot is just, it, it. every fucking scene is like a comic panel. Yeah. It's well crafted, super moody. Yeah and it's creepy I you know I've seen this movie a million times but going back for the mm-hmm. review like there's a lot of great tension in this film that I feel like doesn't really get its just do like people don't talk about that mm-hmm. part
2: oh yeah I mean, I mean it's, spe- spe- it's oh, scary oh,
0: no. it's scary I, especially this scene because it's like he does fall in the in the hole where where father came out of yeah. let's say and he's just like, all right, well, this is creepy, but I guess I'm okay. And then that, like, headstone starts tilting and tilting. And he's like, ah, ah, ah oh, oh, what do I do? What do I do? And it's slow,
2: too. Yeah. Okay. yeah. It and doesn't he, just go, he falls in. It just, like, falls on top of
0: him. It takes a while. And he, he's sitting there, like, scared. He is frozen with terror. And, like, I'm thinking, like, if you were down in that fucking grave, like, looking up and this thing going. Yeah. Like, probably do the you same probably thing. wouldn't be able to move yeah. either. And the icing on the cake no pun intended um uh. he he like reaches over to get out and grabs ampedelia and like pulls her like onto him by accident yeah. and he's like oh shit yeah and i guess something that i really like is that like uh nathan like also has telekinesis because he's like across the way like pulling this fu- yeah. like like telekinetically like yeah. pulling this yeah. fucking but you know it's funny
2: every time i watch this yeah I remember, like I think of it a different way. Like yeah. I think he's behind it, pushing it. That's what I thought. Oh, yeah. I was yeah, slow because yeah, yeah. he's all like yeah. undead, but and then it's, oh yeah, it, he's not actually behind it, it. No, I love it too because he's like arr, arr, he's like reaching out. Yeah.
0: Like that shot yeah. is so Let's fucking. Give him some cool. random like Jedi
2: powers. Yeah, and he just pulls the stone. This why, why not?
0: This thing falls on Ed's head with, a, not only on Ed's head, but also Ampedelia's with a crunch. That oh sound. Yeah. That sound that happens when it falls and Ed's little, yeah. that he lets out that whimper. It's like Man. a watermelon getting smashed. Dude, it's great. Well, well, then the next victim, Sylvia in this beautifully lit kitchen out of yeah. a fucking Argento film. Well, I, I think, I, like, I mean, they're all influencing each other a little bit at this point. I, I the think Italians, they're and, and, definitely. And whatnot, I, George is definitely looking at some Argento <laughs> yeah, films, yeah, some but Fulci. it's but it's also very indicative of the comedy. No, yeah, hundred percent. So, so yeah, I'm digging it. Yeah. Uh, I love she gets a quick death. It's like ah, oh hey hey Sylvia, how you doing? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fucking tw- her head gets twisted. Big off. time, big time. <laughs> well, you know, eighty. It's got to make that cake somehow. Yeah. Ain't life grand, Miss D? Oh my god. So Cass and uh, fuck, I can't, I keep forgetting Warner Shook's name. Just, you know, in the it's movie, movie dumps, just call him Warner, Warner Shook. Shook. And Cass get up and she's like, Where is everybody? I'm hungry. <laughs> so they go in there and uh, they go to open the fucking door. I love the line by Warner Shook. He's like, What are we trying to conserve energy? Because <laughs> oh, the lights are off, <laughs> yeah, because yeah. the lights are off and they're also sort of like filthy rich. Yeah, yeah. They open the door to the fucking uh, kitchen, and Nate is standing there with uh, Aunt Sylvia's head on a platter. And I love this shot because now it goes full comic again, like you were yeah. saying. And this is the, the first time the yes. music kicks in. The music kicks in, but this is the first time we get those abstract yeah uh, what do we backgrounds. Call those? Like just oh yeah, like, back. It's not it, yeah. I guess it's it a, it's, it's like an abstract. It's like, it looks a rear projection. Yeah, it's like, I don't I don't I think it's like a physical thing there that's okay. lit that way, and then they're lit this yeah. way and this way. There's like four There's or five going lights on going yeah. on, but it's um, awesome. It looks yeah, so fucking cool. good, and I love Warner Shook because he's like, oh my god. <laughs> the close-up you on father. To right? say- oh, were you gonna do yeah, oh, the, the inward one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I love the father with the cake and the close-up and everything. The, the cake. That's the actress. Like that's not a fake head. She's in ah. the thing. And the production designer. Excuse me. I'm forgetting his name. Uh. But was like, yeah, we're just gonna put some frosting on your head and yeah, put this neck appliance, it so good. and it looks great. Yeah. It looks like a million bucks. And uh he got his, got his cake. cake. Yeah. Uh, I know we talked about the music already, but there are two different kind of, I guess, soundtracks, if you will. I know it's all one soundtrack, but there's like the creep show music or theme that you kind of get at the beginning and end of every scene or, or, or part, I guess. But then you also have this very, again, 50s-esque kind of background music that you get that is very much makes me think of. I always go back to Twilight Zone because that's my touchstone. Like the piano? Sure. Yeah, like that slow, yeah. The, the, the music, you just, it, it adds to the vibe yeah. overall. I just want to mention that specifically. It's like
2: you have like the mystery soundtrack where it's like, doo, 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 yep. like the real slow and careful stuff. And then you have like the terror. Yeah. it's like that moog, like.
0: Oh, yeah. The, oh, yeah. The, the, yeah. yeah and, and yeah, the. Yeah.
2: Bam, 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 bam.
0: It's fucking great.
2: And this scene, too, it's like, you know, there's a lot going on. We have the, you know, the soundtrack kicks up. Yeah. You have, like, everything going on in the background. The lights, you know, change all in one shot. And then it pulls out and to again, the comic panel. Going yeah. to, like, um, you know, again, with the EC Comics, it's like yeah. a lot of them ended with, like, people's, you know, little, like, word bubbles. The punchline. Just saying, gasp. Yeah. Or,
0: like, choke. <laughs> you know, stuff oh, yeah, like that. Yeah. And
2: this is, like, this is how that translates to screen.
0: 100%. And it's, I, I mean, it's just done so damn well. Yeah. I guess, like, what did, what did you guys think about this segment? Because I, it's a little different because, like, they're all split into segments. Yeah. So I want to I give, like, thoughts about this particular thing. Because we already know as a whole sure. it's fucking amazing. Right, yeah. But I, I, when, we, when, we, when we drill down... I, I'll kick it off, I guess. I yeah. like this one. Yeah. It's not my favorite, but it's very memorable. Yeah. Especially that last shot where he comes in with the head on the plate. It's like, I never forget that again. Happy Father's Day, and I got my cake. Yeah. I always think of that. Yeah. So very, very memorable, but... Out of the hole, not my favorite, but very good.
2: And that's a good way to put it. It's like, yeah, it's memorable, of course. You got the, like
0: the iconic looks and all this yeah. going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's like, it sets the tone for the rest of the film yeah, too. It does. Um, and I think it's a good icebreaker right in the beginning. I think I think the position of it is is good.
2: Yeah, it's definitely a good like starter. I wouldn't yeah. put this in like towards the end. Yeah. It's not as strong. No. But as um, you know, just to get going and kind of like introduce a lot of elements we're gonna see throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. It's like sure. Yeah. I remember as a kid watching this, I remember like being bored with this one <laughs> and only like looking up and paying attention. When the, when, when Nathan was yeah, on yeah, screen exactly yeah, yeah. the zombie. Because that's the cool part. Yeah. The rest it's like, I don't know what's Snobby. going on. I'm not listening <laughs> to all this <laughs> yeah what are they
0: talking about yeah
2: exactly but until you get a zombie coming out of the ground and you know some guy's head getting <laughs> smashed with a, you know yeah, i think, it, I think yeah.
0: it's i think it's really good um and, and again like i said i mean i just think it's, it's 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 perfectly placed like uh where it is in the in the uh, order of, of stuff i think the makeup on uh or, or the, the suit rather uh, of nathan is just really good and, like, and iconic and memorable and just like you guys said um you know it's just super well done and uh yeah, I, 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 it's a good one. It's not my favorite one, but it's a good one. Yeah, and then we move on to the lonesome death of Jordy Verrill. <laughs> meteor shit, guys! It's fucking <laughs> meteor shit. It's it's meteor shit, dude. Um man i love this one yeah uh, i have to yeah, say it. This, this is a super fun this one. one has like this one is like the the best mix i feel like yeah. of like an atomic age and the 50s comic and uh well yeah yeah well right <laughs> the atomic age and the horror comic yeah. and the ec horror comic. it's
2: got it's got like the weird humor like yeah. the campy elements yeah. but also like the creepy and like terrifying parts
0: also doesn't go too far yeah. And the and the and the horror stuff is fucking terrifying. Oh yeah, um, wow, well, yeah, especially at the end there yeah. when it, when it all kind of goes full circle, you're like, oh, this isn't actually funny. This is fucked yeah. up. <laughs> so welcome Stephen King, <laughs> as as the lunkhead Geordie Beryl. He, um, he 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 went out at the top, man. This man should have never acted again. This no, is, I wish
2: sh- Stephen King acted more. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah. If this is what he brings to the table,
0: sure. The you only know, thing I can remember him in is like sleepwalkers. Yeah. I would he's, say he's, Pet he's, Cemetery, he's like the 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 priest at the funeral, but yeah. Oh, yeah. He he does, does, yeah, the original, right? Yeah, he's yeah, the priest. Yeah.
2: yeah, he does his cameo roles, and usually they're just like, oh, there he is. Yeah, and yeah. Look, yeah that's th- Stephen th- this King. is yeah. this is classic. But this is like he's got the whole show to himself and he kills it. He's I love it. It's amazing. And this is like eighty. This is eighty-two. So right before you know, you know where I'm going with I this. I know where you going yeah. with this. So does, <laughs> right before, before cocaine and cold yeah. medicine. Right before Maximum Overdrive. The, oh before no. we started directing, just yeah. put him over the edge. Yeah, right. He was like, I could do that. Or is this the beginning? I think this it, is like it, his coke habit started with like method acting for creep show. Yeah. Maybe we just wanted to be batshit insane. Yeah. And then yeah. he actually yeah. be, right?
0: became I anything. Mean, I think yeah. I think he was an alcoholic before right. this. <laughs> Oh, I'd do, yeah, do Coke
2: with Stephen King. <laughs> I
0: would. It's like, hey if Stephen King was like, You want to do this? I'd be like, <laughs>
2: yes, like um, a movie about I'm... cars
0: that run over people. I oh fucking do whatever I kind of like King. that movie as, as much as he hates oh, it or doesn't remember I it. think it's a fucking blast. Yeah. Max Movie Drive is great. It's I a mean trip. everybody said it sucked at the time, yeah. and now everybody, you know, it's like that Halloween 3 effect. Well, right. Yeah. Well, that's the
2: thing about like Stephen King, and you know, I won't go too out no, there with this, but Stephen King's stuff, it's like the best way to enjoy it is to not take it seriously
0: it knows what it, it knows what it is yeah. and yeah. you need to know what it is yeah. to to enjoy i mean there are some legitimately scary things i think stephen king has written and uh even put to film but like oh, yeah. for the most part it's that raunchy mm. goofy yeah. stuff that's all peppered throughout yeah. there you know oh yeah. yeah for every for every scare there's a laugh i would say yeah and you need to understand that. and it's not perfect no no yeah and kind of same thing with this it's like <laughs> it's real <laughs> though but it, but it's real yeah. i think i feel like and, and i think that's why people connect to the stephen king stories and how he writes and stuff. Yeah. yes uh but but you mentioned atomic age and this is definitely the one that feels the most like because it, it's that age old fucking story you saw in all those old movies and it's the blob, the blob yeah. yeah with the, something crashes down mm-hmm. so, it, somebody that doesn't know any better fucks with it and, and has a bad time i'll be dipped <laughs> in shit if that ain't a meteor and wow. you
2: know what's funny it's like again going back to like how much this influence and like left an impression on us yeah every single time since i've been a kid every <laughs> single time that i see a meteor or a comet or a shooting star or something instantly i think oh, of this yeah. segment, that's what you think of every single the time. only other one that
0: comes to mind is joe dirk because he makes such a big deal yeah. out, well, out of it in the beginning but yeah this is the one that immediately snaps into my brain but, too but yeah. like i don't even think about the blob like i think yeah. about the
2: lonesome death of yeah. Jordy Farrell. yeah, yeah. true Then like wherever lands i'm
0: not touching it no, no, fuck fuck that. no. not without gloves at <laughs> yeah. least you gotta cool the bitch off yeah. This guy is just like the ultimate redneck stereotype. Guy living by himself on a farm. Oh, dude. Royal Dano is down the fucking street uh, yeah. with Pooh Bear, man. He's Ro- going to check out a fucking killer clown. Royal Smith. Dano's in better shape. He at least uses the damn bathtub. <laughs> this guy looks like his hair is like stuck to his head and has so much grease. This one's like it's like it's just a, s- a scam. Like he's yeah. trying to like. He thinks that he's gonna get money for this meteorite. right? not even that much money. No, what, $200. Two, we well, pay off that bank loan. Yeah, that's a ticket. Department of Meteor. <laughs> <laughs> part, I love it too because of the daydreams that happen. <laughs> oh, yeah. and the angles they're shot on and the over the top doctor. Hey, yeah, all like, those like hey. Dutch
2: angles just making it
0: more like yeah, just weird, weird and surreal. And the soft filter that's yeah. around everything with like that halo vignette. Like mm. it's just so great. And uh, that weird voice modulation effect is actually a little bit on these dream sequences too. Mm, you're right. Yeah, yeah. which is kind of crazy. He thinks he's gonna bring this meteor to the hit department of meteors and <laughs> hit it big. And like, he's not gonna get a penny under 200 bucks, yeah. by the way. <laughs> the guy breaking out the money out of the wallet. <laughs> <laughs> no, how about 90, 200. How does 75 yeah. dollars sound? Mama Vero didn't raise no <laughs> idiot. <laughs> no <laughs> no idiot. <yeah. laughs> yeah, that's what he keeps saying. Keep a count. Yeah. But of course he touches it, cause he's a moron. No, touch Oh, long Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> he keeps hey, doing it. this. Oh, he burns his fingers, and he's going to get water to cool off the meteor. So he's and you already see like these bumps start to form on his fingers, which are fucking disgusting. It looks so painful, dude. They're just like oh, my all God. white, and it's uh, uh, like immediately you can almost feel them. And he's sucking yeah. on his sucking <laughs> on him. I mean, again, he's painted as some kind of dope. It's sure. really over the top. He's but not idiot. He's just wow. dumb. So then, then like you said, Joey pours a bucket of water on this motherfucker, cracks in half. And I love like the first flashback, or or what he thinks in his head rather is that he's gonna get that money. And now, like the second that he breaks, he's like, "Oh, you lonkin." And yeah. it's like the doctor, I wouldn't give you a dime for this. tell so sorry for a broken media. Oh, I wouldn't give you two cents. I love the shot right before it cuts back, and he like puts puts his hat over the. Yeah, he's uh, all embarrassed. <laughs> oh my it god. But again, this man should not handle any hazardous chemicals. Yeah, no. like, again, I get that's the joke, and I'm I'm reading too much into it, Shocker. But I love how he grabs like this fucking thing, and it's like this, like, bowls of like blue liquid. And I just dump it no, out. What is put, that it's all over his hands. It's full of the Predator healing juice, man. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay, I can I, see it. I love, like, he just, it's a completely no. alien fucking yeah, thing, yeah. and he just picks up. He's like, "Yeah, just dump this shit out." <laughs> it's on his hand. Oh, meteor shit!
2: Meteor oh. shit! And he touches it. What? Like ten seconds after it lands, yeah. dude, it's all it's over. Like the him. thing just
0: burned through the atmosphere. Again, he should have like, seen the damn up. blob. He would have at least had a tip. He's yeah. sucking on his fingers. He's rubbing the shit all <laughs> over him. Uh, he puts the two halves in the bucket and decides he's going to glue it together in the morning yeah. and maybe <laughs> get some money for it. Um, and then here comes the descent into. Oh the 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 moldy depths of this story dude he's got to call lawnmower man he's got to get <laughs> him over there man He's got to he's got a problem out on on aisle nine i love the vividness of the colors oh, yeah. in this story yeah. in particular the green is just something that permeates this entire segment um so in this meteor there's some kind of space mold or like space plant shit. Yeah, some kind of like hyperactive, like
2: just fertilizer or some kind of like yeah. organic life. That, yeah, it grows on
0: everything. It's growing off a of beer bottle. It, it grows all over cushions. the place. He notices it on his fingers when he takes a sip of his fucking beer. It's like on his clothes and stuff. Yeah. It's like <laughs> it's everywhere like, he's touched in the last like hour or so. Yeah, I love it though. Cause he's like, cause he, he's like, Jordy Farrell, you lunkhead, kid, you been, and he looks at his fingers and he looks up and there's like a swell of color behind him. Yeah. Like this, yeah. like of like yeah. realization. It's just so fucking. After cool. after six hours of sucking on this yeah. fucking shit on your finger, <laughs> oh my tongue! Whoops! There's another daydream where he thinks he has to go to the doctor's now because he's calling oh, the doctor, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he, and then he hangs up because he's like <laughs> he has this daydream where he's like, oh, Mister Vero, those those fingers have got to come off. Yeah. And he like pulls out like a fucking it's a machete knife. Yeah, or, or no yeah. Uh, uh yeah a uh, uh, cleaver yeah cleaver to, like, cut yeah. his fingers off. This is gonna be very painful, painful. Mister <laughs> Verrill. He's like, oh! I love when he opens his mouth and the the thermometer falls yeah. out of it, <laughs> just drops out. So good. So he's like watching Lou Albano or some shit <laughs> right, wrestling. Yeah. Meanwhile, he like he shook, you know going back to outside to show you like what it looks like, and it's just like. Green everywhere. Yeah,
2: slowly getting overgrown by this weird plant. And it's like, you know what's going on from the first shot oh, yeah. when he was oh, inside, yeah. it's like Visual you story see time. where it's heading, yeah. and you're like, oh, how bad is this gonna
0: go? Yeah, how that's the that's what's so great about it, is like how far is this gonna go? He's so he so he runs into the bathroom, he like looks at his tongue, it's all fucking green because he's been sucking oh, on his God. fingers. So <laughs> he decides to uh make a giant cocktail. <laughs> To, like, soothe his nerves. nerves. (laughs) Orange juice
2: and vodka. (laughs) He
0: finds the vodka bottle, he just pours it in. There you are, you sucker. That's the way to do it. (laughs) I think that's how he was making his cocktails at the time. I mean, he's coping. His hands are basically like Muppets at this point. Yeah. So he gets fucking shit-faced on this screwdriver and passes out. And he wakes up and he's like, he thinks it was, all, he's like, oh, what a horrible dream. What a weird dream. dream. Yeah, he's, now he's got, it he looks like tree beard. Dude. I was he's, got like, he's got like the whole fucking face full. It's all over him. It's now on his chest and shit. He like runs into the, uh, into the bathroom and he's like taking off all his clothes. itching everywhere. Even. Yeah. Oh my God. I, he's oh like, Lord, just- don't it itch. He's going to give himself an oatmeal bath. It's true. Yeah, he needs some fucking uh, calamine yeah, lotion. Yeah, exactly. So he, so he turns the water on in the bath and I guess like, it's implied, but they don't ever flat out say because it it's you only get Jerry. Uh, uh- his his viewpoint in this Jordy, Majority, Jordy, excuse yeah. me. Uh, but he has like this vision of his dad,
2: yeah, and yeah, he, just coming to
0: life in the yeah, mirror. like, like hey, where does this come from? I, like, is he drunk? Is yeah. he crazy? Right, because I guess I guess my point is, I guess these things have are affecting his brain in some yeah. capacity yeah. and making him turn the water on because that's what they want. That's a great. That's a great thing. It reminds me of those funguses that take over. Like, I uh, think that's what it is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know you make what I mean? Go to like the top of a like plant to get yeah. eaten by a bird. Yeah. Exactly. Which is I thought it was that's kind of cool. I never really thought about that until you just said that. Yeah, but the vision of his dad, like that's what it wants. Don't it's go in water the water, it wants Jordy. He's like, you've been dead for
2: how many years? Christ, three years uh, at least. The water in the shot, too. It's like the effect they use. It's I swear, there's like there's like glitter in the water. Yes, they lit it with like this very cool blue, yeah, like gel and everything. Yeah, it's like the it's like the best looking water. I want to go
0: in right? it. Yeah, like, exactly. It's like it's like this uh, 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 thin like film. Uh, or some kind of material that yeah. has like sparkles in it because the sparkles don't disperse. Yeah. Right. It looks really fucking cool. And they, and they definitely do a thing when there's like no talking in that scene. Like it, it dispersed in between while he's telling him not to go in. You yeah. definitely have like the sound of the water's louder yeah. for, you know, for it to really affect him. I'm a gunner already, Daddy. Well, He's gonna wish he didn't go in there because he goes in and then you get the time lapse to the next morning. Oh, he's like, oh, much better, much better. Yeah. You know, the whole house is covered at this point. It looks like something that of Fallout. The shot that they show to signify night to day, though, is mm. just so, it's just lit. So fucking good that, like, the shot out the window when the yeah. rays are coming, oh, yeah. like, that yeah. volumetric lights coming in. I don't know, it's really cool. Now he's fucking, now he's a plant man. Ice full swamp thing, man.
2: Yeah. And this is where it goes from, like, we just did a jump from, like, oh, goofy, like, you know, Stephen King jokes being yeah. a goofball. like oh what the fuck
0: Uh, yeah now it's alien please kill me basically (laughs) Uh, he like pulls out a shotgun and he's sitting there like against the wall like just he can barely move man he's like a plant basically
2: and it's like you don't know what you're looking at at first Mm because he's not moving right away and all of a sudden this lump that's like leaning against the wall just like just moves a little bit. Oh, you're like, oh, what
0: the? It fuck? comes to life. And, yeah. and he's like, he's like, oh, please, God, just maybe give me my good luck just, just this once. You know what's funny? I mentioned Fallout. I, I didn't even really mean to think about it that way, but Fallout uh, New Vegas, they had to be referenced in this movie. There's actually a vault you can go into where something like this has happened to everyone in the vault. And They're turned into like plant people like Jordy Verrill. Oh, maybe. It's, anyway, yeah. just an aside there, made me think of it. So he puts both barrels to his dome and fucking <laughs> blows his head off. Just this one time. I but mean, it's like kind of sad. It's super well, the lonesome death yeah, of Geordie yeah, Barrel. Yeah. yeah. What makes this scene even more sad is that there's no music at all. He blows his brains out, and it's like a news broadcast for like the farmers, whatever. <laughs> the farmer's, reports yeah, the farmers report. Yeah, the farmer's report. Sp- yeah. <laughs> and he's just like, ah, oh, well, there's gonna be a hell of a lot of rain, so all you farmers are gonna enjoy it. Meanwhile, we're just sweeping through the house, showing it all covered, and then we go outside. From the and house to the yard. Yeah. To the street. To the street. Showing,
2: yeah. like, Castle Rock. A nice I, yeah. I thought that was Steam pretty King great. Nod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you think like, this is, like, right outside a dairy. It has to be. It's gotta yeah. be. Yeah. And it's like, you see this, like, plant life, like, creeping out, like, yeah. out from the yard where it started. Mm-hmm. Now it's, like, going up the road. It's all over the sign. Yeah. It's and on it's the like, road. Oh, yeah. Oh.
0: It's not gonna end well for the rest of the world, but the end. <laughs> it completely engulfed in green alien mold. So, what do we think about this one as a whole story? Um, I, this one's fun. I, again, it's not my favorite, but it's so damn funny. I, I always, even though it's fucked up at the end that he has to kill himself because I don't blame him honestly. Yeah, like it always puts a smile on my face just because Stephen King is hamming it up so well in this. If that even makes sense, it's just like the yeah. camp is right where it needs to be. Yes, it doesn't get too campy. It doesn't go under. Like I, it's hard for to explain, but you get what I'm saying. Uh, and he, he just nails this role and it's again, I said this on the first one, this one's memorable also still not my favorite, but for a one location, uh, scene, uh, it, it, it does its job. And again, like we're laughing at it all the way through the meteor shit. You never forget that it's, it's great.
2: I love this one. It's great. Again, not my favorite, but it's a fun watch. And I feel like it's very concise. Mm-hmm. So as soon as you're, I mean, it's like the meteor falls. It's like, as soon as we get to the panel and the starts. The meteor falls in like the first like five seconds. We're ready to so go right to the point. Yeah. You're just kind of going through it. And um, I feel like this is like a very short segment. Yeah.
0: Like th- I feel like this is like this one and creeping up on you are like very short. Yeah. um, Stephen King is a fucking treat in this. <laughs> he, he's just so funny. And like, I, I just, I, again, like I really love those green colors. And like, again, I, I can't stress this enough. Gornick went back to for for this 4k restoration of Creepshow for Shout Factory and like really went back and like fixed all the colors and stuff how he how he wanted it. And like, I just absolutely love the way that it's lit and all the all the greens that come out in this. Um, it's funny. It's scary. And it, it has this kind of air of impending doom around it that I really like. It's it's almost like an apocalypse story kind I mean, of yeah. that's why i think i think a fallout when, yeah, when you yeah, say yeah, that, yeah. yeah 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 you're
2: like watching this thing at ground zero yeah and, and just like taking over this poor guy but oh, the yeah. best part, <laughs> stupid guy the
0: punchline is that ground zero is this poor stupid guy yeah, yeah. dreaming about paying off his bank loan yeah. you know what i mean i i also do like those ones occasionally you get like in, in anthologies in general where it's like you have way more information as an audience member someone viewing this than the actual person in it so you know from again that first five seconds yeah oh this is gonna go bad for this guy but he has no clue in the yeah. world <laughs> so it just adds that extra element as someone watching you like oh shit I, I have the information you don't know
2: and i can't imagine this being acted by anyone else no it had to be it's king like, it's like he's got the i can't even say like acting chops Cause it's like i think he just did this for like the hell of it like oh yeah sure for the I lulls. yeah just for just for have a good time but um, I really can't see anybody else doing this. No.
0: no, and like he knows exactly how it should play out. Yeah, and I think his comedic timing is really good. Oh yeah, and and as far as just an actor, I think, I think when 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 you're a writer and stuff like that, and you're and you really put yourself into those kinds of roles of, of your characters and stuff, I don't know, I just think he nailed it like big time.
2: And uh, George Romero wanted Stephen King to act like Wiley Coyote. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. like the moment before he falls off a cliff, it's like that was his like direction. Yeah. I think he's the got big, eye, it. yeah, oh, the yeah, eyes yeah, and the yeah. and the you know yeah, when he just, real, his <laughs> face just and shit, <laughs> silly. even the sound effects too. We didn't talk beow, about it
0: before. Beow, just yeah. like they're weird. Yeah, when he touches the meteor and stuff, it's like one of those uh, uh, instruments where like the ball goes back uh, and forth yeah. yeah. and they go yeah. Yeah. I don't even know what the fuck that is called, but yeah,
2: yeah, it's a weird one, but it's it's a fun watch. Like you know, same with like you said, it's like not my favorite, but
0: it's a fun watch. Oh, j- let me let me just uh, add this real quick. Uh, there's also the. Um, stock music that's used that kind of blends into john's score which i didn't realize until we fucking just watched it today and the mixer the guy who mixed the movie was like yeah and then we use like stock elements and then like it was like all bridged together i thought that was original compositions by john and it's Mm -hmm. not it's like stock sci-fi music Which is crazy. And that's all the stuff that's playing
2: like when he's just like, you know, hanging around his house and like. Oh yeah. Well, that's what I was talking about bump. earlier. Like, yeah, yeah. like yeah,
0: yeah, 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 you have the main theme, which is incredible, but you yeah. have all those like stock oh, music. Okay. I wasn't sure if you meant the stock oh, music. No, yeah. oh, I'm oh, saying like yeah. that stuff's like adds uh, uh, like that literal cherry on yeah. top to yeah. get you that feeling that it's like kind of that 50s style comic. It's like adding a VHS filter onto footage now, right? Yeah. Or a Betamax filter, even, To make it feel like (laughs) that. It just, like, puts a
2: date, and especially for this Jordi Vero segment, it's, like, with his house and where he is. Yeah. It puts a time on it and kind of pulls you out of, like, you know, current, you know, where we are now. It it plops you right
0: exactly in Mm -hmm. the mind frame and the time period that it wants you to. Just let that wash over you for a second. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So next up, we have something to tide you over.
0: Yes. Uh, I feel like this one is probably my favorite. I'm just going to say that right out front here because just some of the acting choices in this are incredible. Like Even Leslie, casting choices. Uh, yeah, Leslie like, Nielsen, man. Like He did serious shit before he was known for comedy. But like this is like, I, I feel like if you didn't know that and yeah. you saw this for the first time, you're like, Leslie Nielsen naked gun, holy shit. Yeah. This guy could act. That, oh, and he's great. Oh, yes. he is like, that, yeah. he's uh, talking about bone chilling. I know Joe, that's a word you yeah. like to yeah. use a lot. Well, like, yeah, he I don't own it. Bon- I know, I know, <laughs> but I'm saying like, I associate you with it, it's a, it's a positive thing, oh, okay. Joe. He is bone chilling as hell in this segment. Yeah. That's my big takeaway from this. Uh, normally, like when I watch it, it's just like how good Leslie Nielsen is at being the bad guy. Yeah, And it's such a 180 to like Sean said to what people normally see him do. It just feels really good, and I just wish he got to do more I know. of that. You know,
2: and it's cool. It's it's nice because he was a classically trained actor, yeah. like doing like Forbidden Planet, Forbidden yeah. like Planet, like all yeah. the old oh, yeah. sci fi mm-hmm. stuff, and he just got he found his footing in comedy, and he's hilarious. He's, he's hilarious. He's one of my favorite comedians. I, I think Easily. he's fantastic. Yeah. Man. yeah,
0: he's he's great. And but but this is like a welcome foothold for him yeah. to be plopped into this movie. Yeah. And the subject matter. So that's kind of, I, I mean, even Ted Danson, honestly, I mean, I, am not as familiar with his, everybody work. knows his name from so. the eighties. Well, yeah, he was doing cheers. <laughs> he was doing cheers at the time, but I, I, I'm sure he had other roles, but that was probably what he was known from. So then he goes to this. The cheers was the big one. And and again, he plays kind of like, even that show was like a drama. It was like a comedy drama. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, sitcom more or less, but it's like, yeah, well, George, George went there, of course, from house famously, of course, But my point being Ted Danson being here in this more serious role too. And like a role typically like you would be like, ah, fuck that guy because he's like a cheater that you're like, oh, honey, like, yeah, yeah, like that's fucked up. But maybe you didn't deserve this punishment. You know, again, (laughs) again, you have two comedians playing the straight man, you know, and well, one's the straight man and one's the evil guy. Right. But uh, um, you know, they they're they're their chemistry together and this is fucking incredible. That's great. Yeah, you're so,
2: two like just solid actors. Yeah. And it's like the placement of this segment coming after like we're just like laughing about, oh, yeah, about Stephen King yeah. and Jordy Verrill. Yeah. Now it's like, nope. It's well, yeah. like, there's there's not there's like, you know, little like one-liners and stuff Leslie yeah. Nielsen has, but well, like they're it's, not it's dark humor. humor. But yeah, no, yeah dark yeah, humor. Yeah. But it's like there's like this isn't silly. There's no, no this goofing is, around in this one.
0: It's like, all right, buckle up. This is this is a <laughs> yeah. straight this is a straight up classic uh cheating wife yep husband kills the cheating wife and uh uh, uh boyfriend or lover or yeah. lover classic whatever twist with the yeah. classic twist at the end um we've seen it a hundred times but it always works yeah. it's <laughs> Even always in like you in the just, crypt, it always yeah. works
2: you've always <laughs> had the same characters just change the setting yep change like the method of executions yeah. like oh we got a beach how are we going to use that Oh the beach, the,
0: well, the beach. By the way, I want. I guess I'll just bring it up now. Yeah. Uh, is Island Beach State Park really? where, where we grew Did you up? Know that? No, yeah, yeah. from New Jersey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah in New Jersey. Um, there's one shot where you can see uh, this building with the red top on it, and I believe that's the building like right in the middle when you go down that long stretch to get to the okay. to the beach. That's like the middle uh, center where there's like bathrooms and stuff. Sure, sure. Um, but the house isn't there because there are no houses there. Mm-hmm. That house is a matte painting. So like Leslie Nielsen's house is not really there. Huh. So
2: yeah. there's no there's no comfort point. There well, is comfort no point's com- real. Okay. It's very but private. Comfort station <laughs> is real. Comfort station is not oh. real.
0: I want to go there and just start screaming because nobody can hear me. Yeah. Um. It, that's one of those things that's just so cool. Uh, another thing that really hit for for me too was like, Creepshow is like one of my favorite movies of all time. And like the the fact that like it was filmed so close and a mm. beach that I went to like all the time. Yeah. Um. Because it was, that was like cool. right there. Like it was 15 minutes from yeah. my house in Tom's River.
2: So we could we could start a uh you know once summer comes around we could start a <laughs> creep show challenge, Yeah.
0: Creep show movie dumpster challenge. <laughs> we'll bury yourself in the bury sand. Yourself no, in the sand. no, no, we're not doing that. Or we'll I'll go down sued. there. We'll go down there we'll start we'll collect some sand and we'll sell it in our in our Etsy shop. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. Okay. We'll say we retrieve from exactly. from a, a hole someone was buried in up to their neck. I want to see if we can get a TV out there. Oh, My yeah. god. Yeah, right. Yeah. Make sure it doesn't get too wet too quickly. Yeah. I I feel like we've already said this twice, but like this is another one in this anthology that just has iconic shot after iconic shot, man. Like, Uh, oh, we forgot uh, Galen Ross is in this as, as Rebecca. Um, who's also famously in Day of the Dead, right? But, but she's great. She's dawn she's of kind of a dawn. background. Is it Dawn of the Dead? Here. I'm sorry, uh, Dawn of the Dead. Oh, okay, yeah. uh I knew what you meant. they are all the days. Yeah. The da- the <laughs> da- the day yeah. of the dawn of the dawn of the bride of the son of the, the dead. Savini one. The Savini, <laughs> yeah, the, the one the one with from the guy who's involved with this film. Uh, <laughs> so basically, like the setup to get to the main point is that Ted Danson is with this woman who is actually married to Leslie Nielsen, and he finds out, and he's like, "Fuck this." And basically, he's like, "Yeah, yeah, come with me. I'll take you to Becky. Come on, yeah.
2: If you don't come with me, something bad's gonna happen to yeah, her." Right out the gate, it's like he's already sinister. It's like plots
0: in motion. The back and forth, the way this is written is really great, um, especially with like, like the air of mystery and like the sarcastic, saucy nature yeah. of Leslie Nielsen. Yeah. Especially Ted Danson's like, well, oh, we were working up to telling you. And he's like, ah, yeah, don't worry about it. It's fine. <laughs> Get your foot out of the door, mister. I can bench yeah. press 300 pounds. Yeah. Leslie Nielsen comes in and is basically like, I know you've been fucking my wife. Yeah. Um, and something bad's going to happen to her if you don't come with me right now.
2: Also, gonna check your TV and tell you
0: you should got better picture. <laughs> I know. Well, he's such a stickler. It's relevant <laughs> later, but yeah, yeah. I mean, but yeah. that's such a great little thing. And I was gonna bring that up too, where he's always like, "Oh, you gotta check your picture. I love yeah. TV. I love and it's you. like
2: every time I rewatch this, I'm, yeah. I'm like remembering how much mm. it's actually like sprinkled in there. Oh yeah. It's like his background must be electronics or some kind of like, t- who knows?
0: But it's well, maybe like, that's how he made. Lot- maybe that's how he made his money. Is yeah. in like security cameras, CCC TVs mm-hmm. and stuff like that. You know, he's a part owner of Radio Shack, obviously. <laughs> <said. laughs> the best in america radio shack nobody compares to radio shack there you go uh, but yeah the whiz yeah, yeah exactly yeah. He, he takes him down to the beach in his jeep mm-hmm. and and there's just stay a hole there and he's like oh yeah yeah becky's over there yeah burial mound of the lady fair mm. could be so this guy again how the hell would he know that this guy's gonna go take it this far so ted dancing he starts running towards the hole and of course how the hell would he know but Leslie Nielsen, he he grabs his fucking pistol from down by his leg, and he's like, "All right, yeah, you know that hole there. The you're hole. gonna get in it. Get it. Get in it. Get on your knees and start right. burying and tell yourself." Me you're <laughs> And, and I'm just going to say this. I, I feel like most people are, are smart enough not to make this argument, but I know someone watching this or the movie is like, huh, I could get out of that. Oh, right, yeah. Go fucking try it and get back to me. Again, there you go. Let's do it. The challenge. The movie dumpster challenge. No, that's a great Patreon thing. I mean, maybe don't to do it, it right it, by the water. But... We're not, Well, we're not going to go to the high tide line. We're going to go above that. But if you want to see movie dumpster do the creep show challenge, then something tell you over challenge. Let us know. We'll go do it. Uh, here's the answer. Not getting out of it. <laughs> Get those crabs away from my fucking face. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because he holds a pistol to me. He's like, "Yeah, just pour the dirt on yourself." Imagine, like, th- th- that is just so fucking scary in itself. Hmm. Not only are you about to be buried, and you don't know if you're going to be buried alive or not, but then you have to do it yourself. Yeah, and it's not standing in a hole; it's kneeling in a hole, right. and then pulling the sand in around you. It's that's it's nightmare. fucking scary. packing it's your like arms digging in your own grave. And, and the, just, like, pulling the sand yeah, in around yeah. you. but And then the way Leslie Nielsen describes, like, being encased in it, he's like, he's like yeah, I can't move, can you? It's like being in wet cement. Go ahead, try. Go ahead, try Ted Danson. And, and you he see he can't, him just, like, he can't wiggle move. a little bit, his neck's, like. Yeah, there's a deleted scene where he's, like, filling it up, and, like, it's on his chest. He's like, hey, hey, I can't breathe. He's like, he's like yeah, you're going to struggle breathing, but you'll be fine. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Um, it's like, terrifying. It's terrifying. And then when he lays down with him, because he ends up like leaving Ted Danson. Well, there. well, he sets you know? up Ted Danson's TV. Well, not yet. He leaves him there, and he's like, uh, and he and he leaves, and he comes back. Ted Danson's like asleep. That's how long <laughs> he was gone. Oh my god. Well, he's that's like, where the crabs get him. Yeah, and the crabs like by his face. He's like Richard, and he kicks the. Th- and Leslie Nielsen comes, but he, Leslie Nielsen's driving on the beach with like. I don't even know a what. Mile 700 a miles of worth of the fucking- uh, <laughs> Cable. Um, c- yeah, cable. Uh, um. I guess he's got the well, money. he his Radio Shack background. Yeah, they exactly. <laughs> the best
1: in America,
0: Radio Shack. Nobody compares to Radio Shack. He just pulled it from the warehouse. Yeah. Uh, the 48 He a better 5. picture. He yeah. runs a television out there it's with a camera. Coax. Yeah, the coax cable. That's, cable. cable. That's what it was. I was yeah. like, uh, oh, coax cable fucking father's electrician i didn't know that um and uh he sets it up for him and he turns it on and galen ross is down the beach and they're watching her as the tide's coming in that's pretty incredible that he's got the fucking live stream set up oh in yeah, 19, yeah. What, what year did this pretty, fucking movie come good, out pretty good picture too yeah yeah pretty, yeah. pretty good picture you he, he would have been great on twitch yeah uh <laughs> she's already getting covered in water she's already yeah, on her waves way waves just
2: coming up uh, blasting over her face oh
0: man it is like painful to watch it's like just think about that for a second that's the that's the whole scare like you can go through and watch this this part and be like yeah whatever you know like, okay they're trapped yeah. in the beach or whatever but like when you really think about it and put yourself there it's like no, yeah you're fucked fuck that and and i they both obviously are getting it pretty goddamn bad, but he gets it worse, man, because he's got to watch her literally die, or at least until the the fucking TV short circuits out. Because the, nothing the, he can do. No, the tide's yeah. coming up. The way Leslie Nielsen describes this is fucking terrifying. Oh, he's like lean back. Like, he like, no, yeah. he's like he's like <laughs> we could first. He goes, oh, you know we you know I could bury you alive. He's like we can cover you all up and make Harry all gone. And he like puts the sand like in oh, Ted yeah. Danson's yeah. yeah. like stuck in his ear. He's like, no, 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 we can't have that. And he's like this is what we're gonna do uh the tide's coming in so you, you know you can't get out of this harry you got a chance you know the tide could set you free <laughs> <Yeah>. and he's <laughs> and he's like when the water comes up i forget exactly what he says but it's some, something to the effect of like the tide comes up and you gotta hold your breath hold your breath and when it comes out you gotta let it out and snatch up that quick breath because the, yeah. the tide's coming back up and it's like it's just <gasps> Like he does that and all that yeah, shit, it's just it fucking tries. creepy, man. It, sorry, I didn't do that monologue any justice. No, but it's fucking great. But I love when he goes back to his house after he like leaves him there, and he's like watching it, and he's like, uh oh, Harry, you gotta, you gotta keep that breath. You gotta keep that you gotta breath. Hold he's your breath, breath, Harry." Yeah, with the fucking drink, watching it. Like, yeah. Did it you help? guys mention the help thing? He's out on comfort point, and he's like, "You're never gonna get away oh, with this, you yeah. son of a bitch!" And he, and head dancers are screaming, "Help!" And then Leslie Nielsen's like, "Help!" He yeah. yeah. shoots yeah. the Nobody's gonna fucking yeah. hear you, Harry. And He shoots like a next to him. Yeah, it's kind of great. It's it's, sadistic, it's really good, man. Uh, and then you get the classic shot. I feel like I said that a well, bunch by of the times way, already. But by the way, there's a VCR behind him, and he's like oh, recording it, And he's like, right? "Look at that." And he's like, "Oh, you can't see that." Anyway, it's on record, no. not play. <laughs> I want to save this stuff for his home movies. Just hanging out in his in his lounge in his yeah. bathrobe. I watching love. these sh- the water starts hitting ted Danson, and eventually just get this shot of like the back of his head and it's just covering him entirely yeah and, s- I, and i was reading that i guess ted Danson, when they shot that they had like some kind of like uh like basically air that they had like yeah. under there that he would like m- remove right as it hit him yeah and it's like holy shit that must have been intense to film oh, yeah. it's pretty scary also um i love the score here mm. This is where you get the ding, ding, ding. Like when he's driving back to the house yeah. to like watch them die. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's
2: weird. It's like the shots are lonely. Yeah. And it's like the, the music like helps is- it. Isolated. Yeah. yeah.
0: And there's camera, there's CC cameras on the beach too. Yeah. Yep. And that adds a whole nother like voyeuristic Yeah. Sort of angle to it. I, the sadism layers of Leslie Nielsen uh, in yeah. this are fucking deep. And he's gonna rewatch it. Yeah. yeah. So he goes back home and he's cranking like, material. D- <laughs> He's, he's fucking far he, away from Frank Drebin now. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's cigarette. Yes, I know. Oh, my God. He's got the full fucking condom on when he's watching that tape. But some frog. <laughs> <The>
2: men's <Mentor. laughs> room. That's my favorite skin. Oh, my known. God. Wrongfully accused. We should do oh, that man. on this show. Uh, I love that. Buzz and frog. Um, I got a meeting in uh, uh <laughs> men's <Mentor. laughs> room. Uh, salty dog. Shrimp. That's right. Yeah. Oh, my God.
0: You gotta drop the coffee mug and the donut. He is and one the salty dog water in this. balloon. <laughs> so he makes himself a fucking highball and he turns on the TVs and he's got Galen Ross and he's got Ted Danson like on dual screens. Yeah, yeah well, right, yeah. That that's when he's like, Oh, hold your breath there, Teddy. You better hold like your screens, breath there, Harry. it's like it's like behind a painting.
2: Yeah, he like presses yeah. in and like yeah. goes up. It's like more weird electronic stuff he's got. And he, but he has Were cameras. He yeah, he's <laughs> exactly. I'm telling
0: you, man. He's he was involved. He was collecting yeah. those checks. Nobody can Radio he's got cameras all over the house and all over like by the beach. And uh, and then of course he has these two set up, one on Galen and one on Ted. And he's just watching them die. And he's like, Oh shit, showtime. Oh, yeah. You know, right before Ted Danson oh, God, finally goes under. Well, yeah, yeah. Finally, right before he goes under. Leslie Nielsen's like having second thoughts about it, and you could see it on his face, like he's like, I'm about to kill these people. And it's like really fucked up yeah. and he has like this this kind of moment of, of morality. Did I go too far? Yeah, and he's like, he's so only like drinking his drink. And then Ted Dans is like, Richard! And he goes, yeah, what? And like he looks <laughs> at the fucking yeah. TV and he's like, I'm going to get you. <laughs> You better hold your breath, Harry. You yeah, just I, better hold your breath. And another classic shot now of Ted Danson's totally submerged head and just, like, him screaming, and it's like, oh, man, a, again, it's brutal. Like with, with the light, like, coming up behind yeah. him, and he's, like, totally submerged. The bubbles, you know? yeah. Well, it's, like, that red light, which I guess yeah. is also supposed to represent, like, the blood coming off of him as he's dying. Well, it's also, like, a comic book panel. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Know? It's cool. It's like, cool. the urgency of him, like, about to die. So then Frank Dremen, he thinks, uh, he won the day because he doesn't know he's in a comic, and uh, he's going to bed, taking a quick shower first. Oh yeah, he's gonna take a shower yeah. first. Yeah, so that's um, true.
2: yeah, everybody forgets about the creep show uh, Leslie Nielsen shower scene. <laughs> you don't so, see no man butt. Thanks though. for that. I love
0: how he's like. He's got, this is a weird thing to notice, but like his shower head's like too low. And it doesn't hit him in the face. I guess he didn't want to make, get his hair wet, but... For all the money that he has, this is a tiny little yeah. shower. Yeah. But he's got Some a huge... He's bathroom. got, like, a huge jade jacuzzi right next to and him. And then up. he takes, like, the fucking towel and, like like, like, like pretend the towel's, like, bunched up, like, this cup and just, like, does one of these on his chest and yeah. just puts the robe on. I'm like, I don't think you're dry there, my friend.
2: Yeah. Well, this part, we have to talk about, like, what's happening here. And, yes. Like, in, and it's in the way of, like, visual storytelling and, like, what's happening here. It's like... He's in the shower kind of by himself and kind of, you know, doing his own thing. Meanwhile, his door opens.
0: Mm. Okay, before we get to that, okay. I just want to know this real quick yeah. because he goes back to the beach. They dot They dot. Oh, and oh the, you're and, right. And, yeah, and the, yeah, no, you're yeah. totally good. And everything short circuits. The cameras short circuit, the TVs um, and the feed goes dead. Right. And before the, he takes the shower. The right. next yeah. day he goes out and the tide has gone back out. There's like a bucket there. That's half buried. The TV is half buried. He's like pulling the cord out of the sand. Yeah. Waiting, looking for the camera. Yeah, Yeah. But like, you should see Ted Danson's head. Yeah. Right, but he finds like the ripped cord, and I guess he's like, "Oh, well, that, uh, They they got pulled out to sea." Yeah, but that's what all Time those took are, him. that's yeah. what all yeah. those things are signifying. Like the bucket that he saw before is right. still there, like above sand level. Yeah. The TV you can see. I mean, it's buried, like, but you could see it there. Yeah. So, like, everything else is there. You should see where's Harry? Ted's corpse, right? now. and he's definitely perplexed by it, but he doesn't overthink it. He's like, "Yeah, well, I need a shower. Fuck it. Fuck it." He goes <laughs> home, and then we see like footprints coming out yes. of the ocean like yeah. on the beach lit, which is really lit great beautifully, oh it's course. fucking awesome that those blue and red lights and everything so he goes to take his shower like you guys were saying i want to know what other shit he has on tape this voyeuristic fucking oh, sadist yeah. has yeah. all of these recorded tapes yeah and at one point he's like watching a show and turns it off and he's like getting like like he's jones into fucking whack off or something because he's like "Hmm, which one i'm gonna look through this Mm -hmm. yeah and it's like and it's like what else is on those tapes like what other sick shit would this dude into that like he recorded and kept i I think he was trading tapes with richard Brake (laughs) from barbarian they were trading tapes back and forth yeah it's It's august underground's in there somewhere yeah Yeah.
2: oh and the fun thing here is all of the like the shots yeah it's Mm -hmm. like you don't see anything except for shadows. Yeah. You know, doors opening. You see like light f- spilling out of those. He You're thinks not- he hears shit outside yeah. Yeah. and covers up the showerhead. Stop the dripping. Yeah. He's like listening for something.
0: Grabs a pistol. Yeah. So Becky and Richard or <laughs> Becky and, and Harry have come back from the grave, but they don't pick up on camera. It's just mist. Yeah. It's like yeah. the fog. You know what I mean? And the doors open and you can't see them but you hear their squishy fucking footsteps. It's creepy, man. It's
2: definitely the fog and then it's like, if the fog was John Carpenter's, yeah, like you mm. see, like it, you know, nod, which
0: like, kind of I would yeah. say, yeah. Well, <laughs> they, they're, they're basically just zombies, but they're like you know, like swamped zombies? sea zombies or some shit. They're like ghost, <laughs> ocean zombies, they're like ghosts. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. more like ghosts, I guess, actually, but they're completely waterlogged and they're like Swole- super wrinkly. The yeah. lips are giant, like they're they, gross, yeah. They're seaweed, really, really disgusting, disgusting. Um, yeah.
2: But it's cool, like how they're like coming into. You know his place with the fog coming in. Yeah, all the wet sounds and sound effects. You see like the shadows. Yeah, so you see all these details, and like you're not sure exactly what they look like. No, not yet. Until
0: yeah, the reveal. Yeah, oh, it just the shows them, and it's like disgusting. Oh, and they are fucking gross. Um, and the greens and the yellows and the blues yeah. here are are really vivid and yes. awesome too. Especially like they waited for that, and when they come back from the sea. It's like a haunted sea tavern yeah. inside his fucking yeah. house I, now. I love when he shoots them and it does nothing, but you have like this like dark, like blue blood. coming oh, out. Oh yeah, man. What it is looks that? Like. The yeah. sea green blood Spring that comes out. the forehead. Yeah. yeah. Brutal, yeah. brutal. And then they, uh, you know, they just want to return the favor. Yeah. They had a good time <laughs> out we there. We dug a hole for you, Richard. And their
2: voices here, same thing with the yeah. modulation with yeah. Nathan and, mm-hmm. and uh, Jordy. Mm-hmm. It's like, you have just weird sound effect going on with their voices. Just sounds wet. Like it sounds yeah. authentic too, and to, bubbly. Yeah, it's like yeah, just bubbly and gross it's, and weird. I, it's fucking great. I, I
0: think it's a little too modulated, personally. It Just maybe that that dial could have went back just one degree. <laughs> yeah. But it is very cool. They are a little harder to hear for me personally. Sure, I can see that. But 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 the aesthetic is so cool. I, I'm 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 like oh, just just leave it. Don't fuck with it because that gurgling is just so cool, man. And then that final shot uh, just very similar to the Father's Day one, the way it kind of four uh uh phases into the comic, yeah. With him in the hole like, ah, I can hold my, my breath, breath a long time. time. And then like the <laughs> second the water hits him, he's like yeah. And it has that little like playful like, <laughs> yeah. like yeah, okay, you can hold it. Sure. Uh-huh. Sure, Richard. There is a uh scene that was cut out that they were gonna do where instead of instead of like him slamming the door and him them like appearing behind him in his uh, in like his room Ted Danson's arm was going to go into the door and he was going to slam it on his arm and his arm was going to get cut off and then like crawl around the room with like stop motion. Oh my God. So Rick and Tom did like a stop motion hand that they didn't end up using, but there's like test footage of it. You could see like on that, on that disc. Um, And it looked really cool. They ended up not using it, but then later they reused the stop motion hand for Evil Dead 2. Oh, which i thought was pretty fucking cool okay i'll take it so at least got repurposed into something in uh, yeah, a great movie it's just kind of <laughs> neat. Plus, I, like, I can't imagine it here i i, I don't it, i think it would have been kind of jarring because yeah. there is no other stop motion in it yeah. and like for that particular thing i don't i don't it would have been weird yeah. i guess that's yeah. why they put the kibosh on it but but yeah i mean that's that's basically it that 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 segment kind of wraps up right there yeah so what do you think how do we feel about this one um i I mean i i feel like i said in the beginning this is my favorite but then i remembered the crates of things so hold that (laughs) thought uh but this is easily my second favorite and just like it's so different and it's perfectly placed in the middle because it is the more serious out of all of these i think or or the most serious i think um obviously still has those those comic kind of etchings built into it and like you guys have been saying the the classic ec comic kind of through line Mm -hmm. and again just I can't imagine seeing this when it came out and seeing Leslie Nielsen like that when he has do had done a lot of those like comedy parts at the time, but just you know it holds up so good. And again, Ted Danson, I, I know what was the actress's name again that was also in this? Uh, Galen Galen Ross. She's great too, but I, it's mostly Ted Danson and Leslie Nielsen that mm-hmm. you see. It's uh, again, I, I don't want to sound like a broken record here, but it's it's very memorable. Although I feel like this is one I hear less people talk about, maybe because it doesn't have a monster in it. But I mean, maybe that's just a me thing. It's like the scorned lovers return. Yeah, yeah. Even though it is that classic kind of throwback to these comics, it's not like one with again a monster or some kind of weird thing like a zombie or something like that. It is akin to the first story, but it is akin to the first story though. Um, I guess it is. is, Yeah, Yeah. as as I'm saying it, maybe it actually does have all those elements. I don't know. I feel like not a lot of people talk about this one, but again, maybe I'm just not reading the right places on the internet but uh, it, it's sure. great i don't know i i feel like i'm gonna say that on every segment it's great it's <laughs> well i think great. it's like
2: it's like you don't have as much you know sort of going on as this one as you did like father's day and i guess that's what i'm trying Barrel. to say yeah correct but still it's like the tension here you cannot beat the tension in this episode that's what i was gonna say yeah.
0: the back and forth between uh ted and leslie is just like incredible and they're like bouncing off each other and the dread that's built in <clears throat> the minute that that first wave rolls up mm. on Ted Danson. Yeah. And then just it, it, like, like when his head goes under and he dies, it's this long drawn out thing. And then it, and it finally ends or you think it's going to end, but the nightmare continues for Leslie Nielsen. And it's just like all of that stuff. It's not necessarily gratuitous until like the mm. very end, like with the shotgun yeah. or with the, with the gun mm-hmm. uh, uh, holes and stuff, gunshots. It's a really good uh, uh, ghost story and yeah. like revenge story. Yeah. Um. And I love how they don't like rip him apart or emaciate him or anything. They just fucking bury him. Yeah. They just do the same they thing. They just do the same them. thing. Yeah.
2: yeah. And it's like, I love these like classic, you know, like we we're saying before. Yeah. The EC comics thing. Yeah. It's like the love mm-hmm. triangles and the jilted lover. Yeah. It's like, this is what you have. And it's like, this, it's good. It's another good addition to those kind of stories.
0: And it's, elevated by leslie nielsen yeah yeah i mean think about this story and then like something like strung along from tales from the crypt yeah like that's a completely different thing same idea but completely different yeah Mm -hmm. two Um, different sort of like tones yeah
2: where it's like this one is played very much like a drama Mm -hmm. and really straightforward until we get to you know like you said yeah, it's like the ending. zombies coming out of the beach and yeah yeah
0: it heavily relies on the drama though and in the interaction just between two yeah. human beings and it's fucking it's fucking great and then the makeup the end part and the colors in the end i know i've been saying that a lot but like when leslie first sees them and gets scared and again we that, get another screen that but that shot. one in particular i love because yeah. it's like green and like there's another light behind the mm. behind it yeah. coming through that's green and then he's all it just looks so cool um it's great. Yeah, this is a this is a good solid segment. You all, y'all have a quarter for the Coke machine. This is my dream. Yeah. Okay. To find <laughs> to find a fucking dusty old crate full of God knows what. Under the stairwell in some laboratory in an old college, right? I love yeah. it. And it. From and Antarctica, it's, yeah. From Antarctica. Right, we was... talked about this on the uh, on the Panic Room episode, and like how we would love to, how I'd love to find like something like behind a brick or like behind a wall or even Ghouls Three, yeah, yeah. Oh
2: my Little God. secrets yeah. forgotten by time, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. As simple as a comic, or as elaborate as a monkey creature. <laughs> well, I was gonna say, or a Harry Potter. I know Dobby was looking for him under those stairs. This is too. also true uh this is my favorite segment. yeah i I, again i just said in the last one at at the end there if you heard uh a minute ago yeah Yeah, this is the best one (laughs) uh this is the one i saw when i was way too young when i wasn't really watching these kind of movies and it like scared the shit out of me for like a decade just because this monster is exactly this fluffy if you will it's uh, still terrifying man and just the concept is so good. Just like you just said, you find something under the stair. This poor janitor, by the way, thinks he found fucking gold. Man, he <laughs> thought he he's a couple be of emeralds in there. Yeah. Even if it's a couple of stones that <laughs> fall to dust right as I open it. I love how this one is like a creature feature with like this awesome. Again, it's kind of like a mix. Of uh revenge story. There's a lot going yeah. on. There's a yeah. lot going yeah. on in this one, and 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 the medley that's cooking in here is fucking beautiful.
2: And the and the fun thing too is like out of all these segments we have in Creep Show, I feel like this is the one closest that feels like a full length. I agree. Mm. And like it could a very, easily very short, yeah, you know, little movie.
0: Yeah, a hundred percent. I think I think this one and something tied you over are the longest segments in yep. the movie. Yeah, they definitely feel like it for sure. So a janitor finds a crate, the titular crate underneath uh, a uh, a stairwell because he lost his quarter, his last quarter for the Coke machine. He would've let it go, but it was his last quarter for the Coke machine. Um, And we get Hal Holbrook in this and we get Fritz Weaver, RIP. Uh, I fucking love Fritz Weaver. We've talked about him before in the Tales from the Darkseid episode, uh, Inside the Closet, which we will talk about- Lizzie. With Lizzie. I have a theory about that. We'll get to um, about how that ends up that way. Um, okay. He's also in Comet Watch too, and talks from the, uh, Tales from the Dark Side, which you can find on Talks from the Dark Side soon. Unless uh, and, and we forget everyone's favorite Billy. Oh, Adrian Adrienne Barbeau. Barbeau, man, she is so fucking amazing in this. Yeah. Do you yeah. remember when we met her? Oh yeah. Um, she was the, one of the sweetest people I've ever met in my life. Um, she did an intro for the show, which we may or may not have put at the beginning of this. Um, she was just totally into it i remember her specifically telling me that she loved playing billy because it was completely opposite of how she is in real life oh thank god so it was like <laughs> so can you imagine if that's how she actually <laughs> <managed>? <laughs> yeah what do you want fucking henry you oh know god this drunk asshole that no one wants to be around oh god she is fucking terrible <laughs> oh my god but uh yeah she loved playing it because because it was you know so different it than was him. so yeah, different yeah, so yeah, it yeah. was kind of fun for her so, uh, so Fritz Weaver is, uh, professor of, um, biology in this or, 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 and, and animals. Yeah. Something fr- like that. Some yeah. shit. And how. Hal- Zoology. Maybe. Zoology. Yeah. There you go. And then Hal Holbrook is also works at, at the college. Uh, Adrienne Barbeau is Hal Holbrook's wife, overbearing wife, terrible, awful wife, <laughs> Um, <laughs> which I was thinking about that. Cause this guy is a bit of a pushover and, but, but generally speaking, he doesn't fit like the stereotype as much as you would think.
2: Yeah. It's like both the characters are like kind of exaggerated.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I mean, in the sense, like the guy is definitely a pushover. Don't get yeah. me wrong, but he's, he's, He's not to the extent as you would see in a lot of things. Like generally speaking, he's just a dude and she's like a pain in the neck and he just kind of deals with it. Uh it's a little more extreme than that. But that's like, what I'm saying though. I, I I don't know. I was just thinking about that while watching this again. I was like, man, like he definitely like is getting stepped on like a like a fucking like floor mat, but he's also not totally a floor mat. It was like he's somewhere in the middle there, but she's so controlling. Yeah. It just like she supersedes all that bullshit. Well, he is like this intellectual if that makes any sense. He's like this intellectual, soft spoken dude who just yeah. like wants to play chess with Fritz Weaver. Like right once a week yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and billy's just this fucking completely obnoxious drunk over the top over the top like just belittling like bully. him bully yeah, yeah she basically bullies right. hal holbrook right. throughout the whole fucking thing um and then there's a monster in a crate that we'll get to in a second <laughs> so <laughs> but but who's the real monster well, who's right, the real yeah, monster <laughs> exactly. is it frankenstein or the monster uh <laughs> so Again, this is a layered one, so so bear with us here. They're all at a party together. Uh, I I guess it's like Fritz Weaver's house it's supposed Mm -hmm. to be, or like outside the college, rather. Which I just want to say, on one hand, even though I still think she's incredibly annoying, and that's the point, I'm kind of like, I don't know if I'd want to be hanging out with these, like, upper class kind of fucks that are just like tooting each other's horns. I was like, she's still an asshole, but like, maybe she shouldn't be hanging out with this crowd Um, to begin with. I don't know. She's the only one making a fucking scene. Oh, everybody else is just kind of like, yeah, people walking in. Oh, you need a drink. You need a fucking drink. Ah." These people are dry. Take care of them. And everyone, call me billy everybody does yeah, you can tell
2: everyone's just like so uncomfortable like, and like, nobody's you, saying it she's just no you hear people in. going who invited her who keeps
0: yeah. inviting her yeah well people are just dealing with it yeah um it's pretty awful how hal, hal holbrook has a fucking uh daydream where he blows her brains <laughs> yes, out <too. laughs> it's crazy. But I, <laughs> hell of a shock. This guy has had enough, shit. man. This yeah. is like this guy's living these dreams out in his mind for yeah. years because he just can't say uh, He can't. He can't deliver the divorce papers. Yeah, just right. putting up with it. I just don't know how you fucking end up like that. It's just like insane to me. It's a different era, man. People just did things. I, I don't know. I guess, dude. But like, shotgun wedding. You think her father had the shotgun to his back? I think you're marrying Billy. I think she, she had, had the it, shotgun. Yeah. Yeah. we're getting married, Henry. Uh, god she's terrible um so i told you to tell the guy to pull a car 30 minutes it, ago you're so it, you in a in monkey a monkey suit. Suit. <laughs> oh my god it's it's <laughs> just funny. an asshole to everybody before we go i was gonna be, say meanwhile be, before uh, fritz we get, weaver and the janitor opening this fucking well before we get to that i, I want to mention one particular part because okay, it always yeah. it always it always was weird to me because her mouth never matched the word that comes out okay um, she's talking to these two women and she's like, ah, so then I tell them, you just gotta get laid or whatever. And they're just <laughs> like, oh, Jesus Christ. She's like, oh, and then she says something. Whoever that uppity crotch is. Whoever that, it? uh, whoever that, uh, etiquette crotch is. That's it. And the fucking old lady's like, oh my God. And she walks away from her. But <laughs> that's deleted, not the actual line. The deleted scene. Am I gonna, are we gonna get demonetized for this? Yeah, I wouldn't say if it. you say crotch. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: <laughs> what, yes. saying what? Well, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> so the so the deleted scene of this particular uh, of this segment is her saying the c word yeah which again and is, i was is like ridiculous i knew that she said it can't say that on youtube for some reason i guess if we were from the uk we could get away with it but yeah uh whatever it yeah weird edit maybe that was something that like George this is fine except for this one line's gonna get you x rated well, okay I guess we'll we'll redub it I mean okay. it's pretty intense too especially like I think it's a little more intense than they anticipated for like a or that they wanted to go sure. for this type of movie. It, it's definitely more shock value for her to yeah. freak out these like normies I guess if you will so Fritz is picking up these young coeds <laughs> oh my God he's like oh did you just start here today. It's, it's like, like 70 you want to come you to come yeah. by later or hey girls girl, hey, how you doing i'm fritz and how holbrook's like i guess you won't be coming over for chess later huh and he's like <laughs> meanwhile so this it's mate... just
2: like a regular thing for him it's just like, a yeah, regular yeah. Thing. Yeah.
0: so so this maid comes up and she's like oh i got a call for you turns out it's the janitor right and he's like, he's like, ah, oh, Mister Dexter, uh, I found a, I found something underneath the, the stairwell, this giant crate. And he's like, well, Jesus, what, what is it? Why are you bothering me? Why don't you fucking ask Bobby? He's there. And he's like, ah, uh, this is a little bit more important I think. It's a big crate that says Arctic Expedition eighteen thirty four on it. And he's like, June nineteenth, eighteen thirty four. Is that a year or something? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know, uh, man. June? No, it's not a date. <laughs> it's like Isaac Hayes and <laughs> fucking about? uh. uh <laughs> Uncle sorry that was sam. a deep, that was a deep goonies reference oh okay i i see you went over my goddamn yeah. man i'm about to mention yeah, uncle sam it. with the with the 911 <laughs> with him spelling it out no with your high score whatever that game yeah, is that yeah. says. so he tells him about the crate it's an Ar- arctic expedition uh addressed to julia carpenter which there's a little throwback to I mean, john carpenter the thing yeah there yeah. you go In yeah. Antarctica. so oh my god you think you think fluffy like outpost 31 was like captured fluffy and sent it back maybe it's the I mean, real area 51 yeah. that's where all the weird shit actually lands that's yeah. why Mulder and them were looking for that fucking spaceship up there in the <laughs> x files movie it's also kind of like a fun thing i'm sure i'm sure that it was put in there like a lovecraft reference a little easter egg, yeah, yeah yeah it's yeah. kind of cool <laughs> again the guy thinks he's gonna find gold or something in there he's like i can't wait to open it and
2: also it's like where it was this always got me is like it's not that
0: hidden uh, i mean I, it's pretty hidden though yeah. like like it definitely is I mean, It's under like, like a it's, it's in like a basement level. It's in the basement. Yeah. It's by the laboratory, next to like the janitor's closet. Yeah. And it's like gated off. Under clo- under stairs. Yeah. In the back. Yeah. In the dark. I, okay. It, it, so it, it's like one of those things like, why would you ever go under there? Okay. Right. And, and it feels like they don't pay him enough to clean under there. They don't pay enough to give a shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like,
2: oh the old crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it's
0: very it. easy comics ask I always think of you know Return of the Living Dead is also kind of. I I feel like pulls a lot of inspiration from those comics too, because it's like also like, why is this random zombie in this fucking warehouse? Well, it got sent here by mistake, and no one ever really followed up. So we just put it in storage. Yeah, I feel like it's something like that. It's like, oh, this got here eighty years ago, and we just left it there fifty years ago. I think that's what it was. Like it was a mix up, or somebody sent it, and like. You know, it's like some relic shit. Like yeah. John Whitney never showed up to exactly. fucking claim his pack. Exactly. <laughs> and so they just stuck it under the fucking thing. Somebody like, else's problem. Like, didn't they Somebody hear it? Didn't they hear it in there? Like before. Well, right. it's nailed it's in there. Been, like good. hibernating for like a hundred years. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. It's a fucking hundred years, isn't it? When he says it. Yeah. It's in 1982, be, yeah. it was a hundred yeah. years. Uh, but yeah, they start pulling those nails out. And and the janitor even mentions, I, I heard something shift in there. We oh, lifted it up uh they break the locks off it yeah. and i just love the scene when they open it too because like the sound design and like how they pop it open and shit and you get a lot of those amazing backlit shots, yeah, with the, with the graphics behind them it's, and everything. It's very well, well, in a second because, yeah, yeah. because dude reaches it. He's like, he's like, he's like, what's in there? Ah, it looks like a couple of jewels, something shiny, and he goes to stick his hand in it and at that last second. Fritz Weaver realizes that it's like an animal in there, and he's like, no, yeah, there's like a
2: raccoon sound or some kind of dude. Yeah. The shot
0: of this fucking whatever it is though of the eyes with, yeah. the, like, with the morticia effect with the yeah. light on the eyes well, we're
2: still going to like the buildup of like oh yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: But, the, but the uh but the um yeah it's like a monkey sound yeah it's like and it's like,
2: you don't want him to like stick his hand in there? No, like and like, you kind of do. Yeah, but they, yeah.
0: but they're looking in there and they're trying to see, and it's like, well, Jesus, what's in this fucking yeah. box, man? It's like taking his time and <laughs> yeah. like kind
2: of just trying to play mind games with you to yeah. freak you out of like, yeah, what's in here? That's like a little, yeah,
0: like a monkey, raccoon. I, and it's like, whatever's in there should be fucking dead. Yeah. Like, don't put your hand yeah. in there, dude. I think this thing's out of like primal rage, man. He like, <laughs> does look like Blizzard, yeah, yeah, like mini Blizzard, man. But you're, you are right, Chris, though. It's right as he gets attacked, you see the eyes for, like, a second. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, shit. And then it, like, grabs him. And it's like, oh, no. The fuck? They're trying to pull him out. And the (laughs) whole box, like, goes over. And it's so great because Fritz, like, freaks out and, like, steps back. And the janitor is just, like, hanging there in the box. And he looks up. (laughs) He's like, help me. And just fucking Fluffy's hand comes in and grabs him by the face and pulls him up. Right over the face. Yes, it pulls him up into the crate. And it's just like a a fucking fountain of blood that comes out. And
2: like, you don't see the entire thing. No. You're only getting like an arm, a hand and like The eyes, yeah. Enough to know it's dangerous. But like,
0: he pulls this guy, it it, like pulls this guy into the fucking box Mm -hmm. and like eats him. Where's it all going? Yeah. Well, he's eating a lot of it. (laughs) He's got some bones in there. (laughs) But I, I love how Fritz Weaver he runs upstairs panic, because of course, yeah, and he runs into this fucking student, Charlie, and and the, and this guy's like, yeah, monster box, okay, okay, professor, I'll see you later. Fritz is so great though, because like he the way that he he, he does his manic stuff, oh, yeah, like his scary David Gale esque. Still my joke. <laughs> what am I? What, are, what am I pulling this out of your guys' well, mouths? Or no, no, I just... no. Like, I, it's very different than David Gale. But, but, I guess okay. I'll say that they're both. They nail that manic. Uh, uh, yes, uh, but in different acting. ways. Yeah, like yeah, like yeah. like Fritz Fritz has this great terrified acting mm. where he's like rah, rah, he's like incomprehensible at okay, one point yeah. and just the looks on his face and stuff. Uh just to your David Gale point, like I always wanted a Fritz Weaver David Gale movie where they like, oh, okay. acted in it together. <laughs> Never happened though. <laughs> Singer three. Oh my god, oh my god. sign me up, dude. <laughs> uh need some of that fucking reagent. Let's yeah, make it happen. Exactly. <laughs> um but while he's doing all that fluffy like you don't see called fluffy by the way well it's like affectionately no called i know out, like, well, yeah, yeah. Th- behind the scenes but like they they it takes the crate off the desk and pushes it back underneath the yeah. fucking <laughs> stairs it's gonna like live here yeah he's yeah. like because like it's been it's been living there for a hundred years like it, like that's where it feels safe i guess yes. they even sit and, like mentioned that too. well it's a good trap spot you yeah. know it's like you lure, lure it's prey there it's a good kill zone but like Is Charlie a dick or does he know like Dex is like socially fucked up? Like, cause he's like, well, what did you do? What's going on downstairs? Something's off with this guy because he's like, he's like, he's like, why don't I just go check it out and see what the deal is. I'm going to say Charlie probably actually is doing what makes the most sense in that scenario from probably information he has that we don't, but he also doesn't know there's a fucking vicious monster in a crate right there. There's no, So can you blame them? Uh, uh, like they go downstairs. And again, there's no music in this no. point. And it's just like this slow build of them, like going into the room and he sees all the blood and Fritz Weaver comes out and goes, Charlie, no, no, don't no, go yeah. in. And he's like, he's like, no, don't you see? Look at the thing. And he's like, he's like, where is it? And he's like, what do you mean? Where's what? Yeah, and he's like, it could be anywhere. The box. Yeah. And he's like, looking around he's what like going around he's talking about yeah but he's like looking for the fucking monster and he's like well you know he, he also creepy. just sees all the blood and he just is assuming at least based on what he says is maybe this fritz weaver just killed somebody he's like all right well, yeah, it's do a you monster think i did this uh and they look around and like you see like the drag marks and all the blood on the floor and it, it pushed underneath the, yeah, the goes thing. under the stairs yeah and he's like he's oh, like back under the stairs <laughs> he's like what went i <laughs> talking about <laughs> yeah. Yeah. the tension here is just so fucking good charlie goes under and like knocks out the flashlight and he's like looking at the crate he like sees the shoe and he's like this fucking thing went through a hay baler he's like what did the fuck <laughs> That's happened mangle yeah i love how fluffy You gotta measure the bite radius dude like, fl- like fucking hooper yeah well yeah exactly fucking i, I love how fluffy fakes him out though is like not in the crate he's just hiding in the other corner it's such a great especially for the audience because you think it's gonna jump out of the box and it's like behind him and there's like a shadow this guy gets fucked. Dude, he gets uh, it the yeah. worst in the whole movie. He might get it worse than dead Danson. Dude, his he first like Fluffy like rips his shoulder off and he falls backwards. And now we're seeing like full movement. Yeah, oh, yeah. we're seeing like yeah. the, all of Fluffy and like how big this thing is. Yeah, this guy's trying to like avoid it and get away from it. And he's like nope, No. Not and, and happening. Fritz <laughs> Reaver's like, oh, And it like turns towards Fritz Reaver and Charlie like hits it over with the, the head with a wrench, like a monkey wrench. This thing grabs this guy and <laughs> bites him in the neck. And it's probably one of my favorite uh, uh, monster memes of yeah. all time dude. It's because brutal. he it's like bites him in the neck and there's just like this jagged piece just taken yeah. out of it's his like fucking a cartoon neck. shaped. But yeah, that that coupled with him taking his head, smashing it against a wall and then scratching down his face all in one fell yeah. swoop. This guy gets it bad. I fucking love it so much. Yeah. I, I have to just imagine that this is something that Savini actually probably saw in the war. Someone getting killed by an animal, by like, a monster. Sh- straight. Well, maybe like a bear or something or a cougar a, in a Fangoria S- seriously, episode. Seriously though, yeah, issue, yeah. He
2: said he uh, encountered a like exactly a fluffy <laughs> kind of creature. <laughs> in yeah, yeah, but, but, but don't read too and- <laughs> much into it.
0: Yeah. Right before he met the Sasquatch, it's actually in, a, somewhere it's in, actually in Arizona. A true story. <laughs> okay.
2: It's a biography the, right. horror, the horrors of war it, it lines up chris it does
0: line up on the no, show but, so, but you're right it is a brutal ass kill and you don't you don't even though this movie's kind of hasn't pulled any punches yet yeah when you see that you're like oh damn they went for it yeah, it's it, I, over the top i think it's so shocking because you haven't seen anything like that yet in no, the I'm film not. everything's been scary in a different way and yeah, it's okay. like holy shit this fucking <laughs> thing's eating this guy the claw across the face that just to finish him off uh, yeah so it's brutal. it's so good it's man. awesome so Fritz Weaver freaks the fuck out and runs to Hal Holbrook's house. Billy's <laughs> Billy's out for the night. Yeah, she's like, don't let the chess game take all night. He better be gone when I get back from dancing and wash your fuck wash the fucking dishes and wipe the stove. Yeah, she's like, enjoy every, your chess every
2: two seconds. Oh, it's oh my
0: God. wash the dishes. Don't leave them soaking. <laughs> she he has another daydream where he like chokes her with his tie, yeah, yeah, yeah. And chokes her out. Yes, Billy. yes, Billy. You're such a little kid. you're such a little oh kid. What God. would you do without me, Henry? Fritz goes there. he's freaking out. he like yeah. he's like downs a fucking scotch and he's like, oh yeah, yeah. he's telling him all about it yeah and the whole time Hal's like, hmm. monster you say <laughs> eight people you say <laughs> hmm. in the college you say with nobody around okay So he like drugs Fritz Weaver, so he like goes to sleep with like sleeping pills. <laughs> And he he's already concocting this plan. He writes this fucking letter to Billy. He's like, he's like, dear, Billy, uh, Dex, uh, Did something terrible to this girl, (laughs) Medico. yeah Medico, she's hurt real bad. She's hurt real bad. What is this story? The best is fucking Adrian Barbo reading it like drunk as shit already. She's drinking up. She's like, (laughs) (laughs) she's drinking like milk and pours a bunch of bourbon into it, which she then carries with her to the to the college. She brings her whole glass of milk (laughs) bourbon with her, driving, and then into the college. So she goes there because Henry, Henry tells her to go there to help get this girl out yeah out of the crawl space because oh I, you could get her out of there i know you I could know, barely but it's, but it's so great because he's he knows what's in there and he cleans everything Dude, he's methodical. up so th- he's, he's clean- like dexter walter white yeah he cleans everything up so there's no blood on anything and like and and makes it like spick and span and then he's like oh yeah she's underneath the 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 stairwell, you gotta go, only you can go, get her out, ahead, Billy. Go look. He's fucking trying to stop from laughing because she's like, oh my god, Henry, what did he do to her? And he's yeah. like.
2: Because she's all there for like the drama of like what oh, happened yeah. with him. Yeah. Like, oh, what did he do again? Can't keep, keep, keep in his pants. And he knew that she could not resist that. Yeah.
0: she <laughs> knows just, his wife.
2: Yeah. Just there for the drama and to like make fun of someone.
0: Yeah. yeah. But I love how it doesn't work right away. Like he, he like pushes her under. They're like, get, get back there, oh, get back there. She's he, like, what? The fuck? He like pushes her and he's like slamming her against the crate. He's like, Wake up, wake up. And it doesn't come out. Yeah. And I love it because you're fully expecting her to just get taken in. And she's like, What is this? The Friday night fight, Henry. She's like, I'll show you some real punching. Yeah. Yeah. And she just continues to berate this guy. And her and I love the fact that her fucking annoying voice. Gets this thing to pop. <laughs> oh, yeah. it's crazy. That's what does it. That's, That's what, what does yeah. it. Yeah. Just an I, annoying voice. Cause she just keeps going on. I do love like the, the, the color drain out of how Hal hell Brooks fucking face though. When he realizes that it's not going to kill her like at first yeah. and he's like, I'm oh, stuck with her. Yeah. yeah. He's like, fuck.
2: <laughs> what did I do? Yeah. That's the scariest part of the episode. That,
0: yeah. But then her scream that, that, that awakens the beast, if you will. And uh, it jumps out. And again, we get that amazing background oh, behind it as so it screams. Good. Just. Just tell it to call you Billy. That's <laughs> like, like the, best, the, best line. <laughs> the
1: best line ever. Yeah, yeah.
0: That's another one I always quote. So she gets, so she gets, you know, taken into the crate and fucking eaten. And Hal Holbrook's like sick. He like runs upstairs and like throws up. <laughs> yeah, as you do. And again, this it like this pitch perfect tension filled scene where mm. he gets like brand new master locks, and he's like, okay, that was the hardest part, right? To fucking get Billy down there and get her. Now she's dead. She's yeah. eaten. He's got to lock up the crate and get rid of this fucking monster. So he's, like, very gingerly, like, reaching over and, like, picking up the the, the, the chain. And, like, you hear the clink. Try not to wake it up. Try not to to clink. And he, like, puts the lock in. And he, just as he gets the lock around the second chain, the fucking thing pushes open. And, like, it's just, like, held on by the open lock. It's terrifying.
2: Can you imagine that? The same You just watched, you know, eat three people. And your wife. Yeah. Well,
0: your ex-wife. Well, well the pisser well, is well 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 two well, humans and billy well, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah 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 but the pisser is then he basically jumanji's this fucking thing just like throws <laughs> it into the water well, he and he throws he's like, it he throws yeah. it in the same canyon that they threw munching yeah, down yeah, well yeah exactly it's the one homer dumped all that fucking pig feces in yeah. and, and contaminated springfield <laughs> uh yeah and he's like oh yeah it's 90 feet underwater and it's like eh, okay pal okay well he's telling fritz weaver right this. right And he's like, he's like, he's like, it was hellishly perfect, Fritz. Like, I I fucking killed my wife. I put her in the, I put the, took the box. I fucking threw it in the thing. It was done. Well, Fritz Weaver is all like stoic. He's like, what if I woke up early and called the police? He's like, yeah, you didn't. No way, you're like, and he's like, what if it gets out? And he's like, it's not gonna get out, Fritz. I drew it down a fucking hole. And uh, he's like, well, now we can play chess every week. (laughs) And and then you hear off the, you know. The beach or what have you those drums start uh beating <laughs> a they game break with out drums yeah 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 and, <laughs> and fluffy just explodes yeah. out of the box it, and it and it ends like with it underwater it's kind of a perfect ending. and it's
2: like even creepy there it's like this thing's underwater but it's still like and it's like you'll see its eyes like
0: you could totally do a sequel to the crate oh yeah like in the creep show series that's on right now the oh, like a follow-up yeah that would yeah. be yeah. kind of cool mm-hmm. I am yeah, maybe, maybe yeah. <laughs> Chris isn't <laughs> sure about that one <laughs> let us write it bring us okay, on yeah, we'll yeah. do it but but I I do like that it is kind of the ambiguous ending because you do get that occasionally in an anthology series like the the new Guillermo del Toro series yeah uh I won't totally spoil it but there's one that features Peter Weller and Eric Andre the end of that has one of those where the it viewing? yes yeah. where it ends where you're like oh that, they so. could do more with this if they wanted to but it's kind of cool <laughs> that it ends the way I, I don't want to spoil it because you haven't seen it but yeah. it, it, it should should sounds be like Chris full has, of, yeah. It should
2: definitely be a full,
0: it's the best. Oh, yeah? It's it it, I it ends it. with basically a creature of, of some kind without spoiling it that you're like, oh, I, I could just see what it. happens next. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, seriously, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow, well, okay, Jesus. When you're editing this, just forget that. That part. guy
2: dies, but let's not spoil <laughs> oh, it. Well, no. I didn't go that
0: far. I didn't go that far. <laughs> so, anyway. <laughs> I like that. I like that that is part of this, that one of these, you don't get a definitive ending and you can sit there and be like, huh, what the hell happened? Well, yeah, there's a loose end. It's open-ended. Yeah. Yeah. So I have a theory here, Uh, which connects (laughs) it to uh, inside the closet. Okay. At some point, fritz weaver fucked this monkey <laughs> yeah. and it gave birth like in the corner fritz, fritz weaver goes back underneath the thing just to check yeah. that hal was telling the truth and he finds he finds lizzie under yeah. there there's and there's he a hole in the back of the crate he t- <laughs> and he takes it home with him what's this thing like a rabbit it just quickly <laughs> fires these things, things out after yeah. a couple it's, hours who knows man the thing's been alive for a hundred years i mean here's my question does he have like a glory hole he like drilled into the side yeah, there's, a
2: little, there's a hole in the back of the creek <laughs> it, was okay, okay. it was for science <laughs> right. yeah. it was for science all right
0: it was artificial mis- ar- art- <laughs> wow he had to do it himself <laughs> because it was his, it's got to be his kid so lizzie's his daughter that of course and, um, Dob- you know he keeps in that room yeah. and eats co right dobby delivered it yes. obviously correct dobby the fucking house elf is now the house uh midwife oh, right yeah for for lizzie clearly yeah and sure um so yeah we're, we're I, I this is my favorite it's yeah, always yeah. been my favorite yeah this is the
2: best one it's there's best a, there's one. a lot of meat here there's a lot going on yeah. and also it's longer than the rest of these it's yeah like, it's, there's a there's so much happening
0: there's a great there's great parallel stories running in here um and it's just like told really well and it's paced really well um, I love, I love the how, Hal, Hal Helbrook and Adrian Barbeau dynamic and how that's a whole story and it's a whole horror story in itself. And then on the flip side of that coin or, or parallel to that, you have this Fritz Weaver arc where, you know, he watched one of his students and one of his friends get eaten by a mm. fucking monkey creature. Um, which is probably blowing his mind because there's nothing. He's never seen anything like it in the zoological record yeah. before. That's a good point, too. Yeah. Um. Well, that's why he artificially inseminates it. <laughs> well, and, you got to make the, the babies going. Right. No, yeah. right, right. <laughs> Propagating the species. No. But. um, I think I don't know when this segment was shot, like in the sequence of things, but this really encapsulates everything that they were trying to do with this movie and it hits all of the comic booky stuff while mixing really good drama and a really good creature feature together um it's my favorite um and it's just got everything i want in in something like this it's one of the best anthology not only one of the best uh shorts but like one of the best pieces uh, of anthology film like ever yeah it's it's amazing it's just really really good and you see it again in tales from the dark side with like inside the closet or even uh halloween candy like those types of movies like like tom clearly loved this segment too and like you see all of that kind of bleed out into tales from the dark side um specifically well i guess it was because it was supposed to be creep show the series but is yeah, this yeah, it's just like, something you noticed see watching where it's it. like
2: the launching off point for a lot of that stuff. Yeah, I mean yeah. Fritz is even
0: in that episode, yeah. so that's why I was like, mm, yeah. all right, that's yeah, okay.
2: But yeah, it's 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 awesome. I'd even say it's yeah. perfect. I, I would it's say like, it's perfect. Yeah, it slows down a little bit in the middle, but it's like you have a lot going on with like tension with the drama. Mm-hmm. Even the setting of like Amberson Hall. Yeah, is like isolated, there's nobody else there. Oh it's yeah. It's like you're just seeing who's involved in this whole story. That time of year, yeah. nobody's
0: there. Yeah. So it's those few weeks. Yeah, it's not
2: this busy college yeah. where there's people like passing people in the hall. It's like there's nobody there
0: it's those few weeks between summer and like the fall semester yeah. where like nobody's there yeah so he, he so it just out. adds to like adds to like <laughs> yeah. the atmosphere here and, the, and like and what's the, going on yeah and the and the the isolation and and uh uh you know scariness of it all nobody's there to hear you scream i mean literally <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> you know and it
2: does a good way of like building up the tension with like the mystery of what's in the box yeah and like go Showing you a little bit of, like, little nibbles at a time. Yeah. It's like, first, here's a hand. Here's some eyes. And and then when you have, like, the big reveal and it's shown, it's terrifying. Yeah, it's a great buildup.
0: That first scene where you see its whole mouth and face, just that quick flash when it, like, comes up when it's eating the janitor and, like, hits Fritz Weaver off of him. Yeah. And the fucking thing, the lid closes back with the chains swinging and shit. It's like, talk about a fucking boo box. It's fucking great, man. So yeah, Hal, uh, clean that up very nicely. It's a shame that, uh, (laughs) it didn't stay clean for very long though, Joe, because, uh, we got a roach infestation, as you may see here.
2: Now we're enroaching into the next segment. They're creeping
0: up on you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank God, Hal. Okay. This is Howie Mandel's fucking nightmare. (laughs) I mean, it's it's probably just about anybody's, let's be fair, but especially like a neat freak, which is the focus of this uh, story. A neat freak who, I mean, he's he's a major asshole, so you don't really feel bad about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He is like the epitome of a piece of shit. Like (laughs) E.G. Marshall is absolutely fantastic in this role as Upton Pratt. Um, you may recognize him as Beverly D'Angelo's father in Astral Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Yes, yes. Uh... Clark, the little lights aren't twinkling. <laughs> I know, Art, and thanks for noticing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, He's great. He just has that look, man. He's basically just, he has like that bathrobe on, but... Just those eyebrows, man, they just jump out of you. It's like Ebenezer Scrooge yeah. sort of thing. Going on. Yeah. It, yeah, it's like, it, that's exactly what it is. It's like the modern, the contemporary Ebenezer Scrooge. Yeah. His Mine fucking are, yeah. hair's all crazy. Yeah. So all the roaches are like just little tiny Tims. and <laughs> you know, people asking for raises. <laughs> they got crutches. Yeah. yeah, they're looking for the razzleberry dressing. Yeah. That's why they're actually oh, no. there. So yeah, Upton, Upton Pratt's a fucking uh, executive piece of, work. Piece of <laughs> trash who's a complete germaphobe. And he's got bugs in his apartment. Well, he says thirty two hundred dollar a month penthouse suite has bugs in it. I mean, he says bugs. He keeps saying bugs. He says it many, many times, but they're just fucking cockroaches. Not, I mean, Grinnin, yeah. that's a big effing deal. Don't get me wrong, but there's no centipedes. I don't see any silverfish. Oh well, no, floating but he says, around here. But he says roaches and stuff. Well, like he yes. says general bugs. General bugs. I, I got to pick on him a little because he's an asshole. But I just got to nitpick the man. That's well, all. Well, I, I love, I love the, the how, character. You know, they're creeping up on you because he considers everybody a fucking bug. Well, that's that's just that's the the allegory. The scrape the scrape them off and step on them kind of fucking kind of things for for people that he employs. And uh, he's like a cutthroat businessman, even more so than that. It all comes out in the wash guy. That's that's what Mm -hmm. I was thinking
2: of, man. Mr.
0: Groper has got nothing. on Upton Pratt. He really doesn't. This is like, this guy's oh, top yeah. of the food chain. Oh my God. I, I, another EC comic staple, rich uh, white man that's got too much money and, and not enough time on his hands or <laughs> yeah. too much time on his hands, I should say. That's, that's making everybody else's life horrible. Yeah. So I guess he just operates directly out of this penthouse like forever. Like he he's literally built himself this germ-proof, bug-proof, uh, uh, encapsulated uh, living space yeah. and this is like i have to say it here it's like this is my favorite
2: part of this segment yeah mm. it's like the setting and like the just where it takes place yeah it's very sterile very there's like it's just really some weird choices with like the set decoration and everything i and it's like almost to a point it's like you can't tell what year it is
0: no no, yeah. no you can't and the, the other thing is like um it wasn't even supposed to look like this yeah hmm. um it was way more elaborate they were going to have like a big carpeted like penthouse. And everything. Yeah, you were saying yeah. that. And but they decided, you know, just for the budgetary reasons, make everything white and like sterile. Yeah. And I think well, it,
2: mostly it was because of the roaches, because they were going to have all see, the roaches. See, they'd in, get lost. Like, yeah. The apartment. Yeah. It's like they can't have rugs and roaches together. It's like, are you insane? Well, that too.
0: I, it's also a thing of like they show up a lot better. Mm-hmm. I think I, I think the choice that they made to do it all white like that is the stark whiteness really helps sell it all. Yeah. Um. They built the set in a gymnasium, and the Roach Wranglers, right, uh, said they got all the cockroaches when they shot everything and picked them up, but uh, they didn't because they shot other sequences. <laughs> like I think Jordy Verrill was shot after this, okay. so like there's like fucking roaches running around on the Jordy Verrill <laughs> oh, set. God. Missed
2: a couple, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you know this is actually uh, so the roaches were actually the most expensive part of the movie. That's crazy to me, right? Fifty cents a roach. What? Oh, yep. Yeah. There's at like what, a like hundred? Like t- um, what was it? hundred and fifty thousand roaches? Oh my! God. Let me just. Let me God, what's the math on real that? Real <laughs> Grand total of one hundred twenty-five thousand dollars on roaches alone.
0: Wow, that's like as much as a house. Because, yep. because I know at the end there, I know Savini had said that some of the roaches just to make it look like there's more. There's like raisins and yeah. stuff like that. Sure, just just to kind of fill it out. But still, that is a lot of roaches. But, but like most of them are getting away. Like <laughs> yeah. The roaches, I mean. Burn the fucking building down when you're done. (laughs) That's what this guy would have liked to have done, I'm sure uh um, and, and like you guys were kind of saying earlier this is kind of where that little bit of sci-fi uh uh literal window dressing kind of comes in here with this setup and him talking over the phone and he's got the computer he's got this like i was at a, like a dentist office i always think yeah like the yeah. suction where he th- where he throws his nasty tissues out and he pushes oh, yeah. some bugs into it's like a layer. bank like a bank yeah, uh, oh, tube. Yeah. Tube, yeah yeah it's very this is like very twilight zone yep episode because um i mean you could feel it as you're watching the movie yeah. all the all, all the things it's pulling from mm-hmm. but you're right yeah this one definitely is the most twilight Zony out of them in, in terms of like things are not what they seem yeah kind of thing and like this is very much like pratt's evil catching up with him mm. um because like there's a lot of scenes that infer that these bugs are not actually there well, yeah. right, he goes to squish one at one point and yeah, he's got like, no, nothing There's on. nothing love, on his yeah. glove. Uh I love when um so he calls like the building manager, but he's away on in, in Florida. On vacation, on vacation with his oh, kids. Oh, yeah. He's like in Disneyland. He's like, he's like, Orlando, Florida? <laughs> he's <laughs> like, Dude, vacation? what the fuck are you doing? And he's like, yeah. oh, I'm on vacation with my family. He's like, he's like, if you don't get people up here in a half hour, you can take the fucking kids to Disney World like on your fucking 10 welfare 3. check. PM. <laughs> This guy's just ruthless. Hey, he he's does not. All, his the business guy like ended up like the other is like competition, like killed himself. <laughs> and his wife calls and she's oh. like, and she's like, I just want you to know that he blew his brains out. And, and the like, last thing he said was your name, or like, fuck you, Mr. Brad. Yeah. You're a monster. And he's he's laughing at her. Yeah. He's like, oh, how you doing, Miss Whatever? And he's like, oh, a uh, Miss Whatever. He's like, how did you get my number? And she's like, I want to, I want to f- know the person who gave it to you. He's like, fire him. She's like, it was in my husband's address book. He's like, huh, can't fire him. <laughs> that's pretty funny. That's, that's, that's pretty good. <laughs> so the building inspector is not there, but he gets like the handyman to come up, and the handyman comes up, and I love this guy because he's such a condescending asshole because he knows that Pratt's such a douchebag. Yeah. He's like, ah, oh, Mr. Pratt, sir, <laughs> got bugs again. He's like, don't you, <laughs> you talk to bugs. me like that. <laughs> Well, and of course he's got to be- Because it's happened before. Oh, yeah. And there's clearly no bugs in the building, and there's definitely no bugs in- his apartment right. right but of course then he, you already know this guy's an asshole but they they want you to think he's an asshole but then he's got to be racist on top oh well, of yeah it. it's not as egregious as you're making it out to be but yeah uh, well uh, yeah i mean he, he basically makes some like colored reference more or less well he's like, well, he he
2: just pointing it out just to kind
0: of be an asshole yeah, yeah. they really want you to hate this guy's yeah so he's he's like sure mr pratt I'm, I'm gonna get a 24-hour fumigating service out here by 11 p.m and well, because he started late at night. That's the thing, too, yeah. right? Yeah. It's, it's and another thing,
2: too. It's like the way he's communicating to people is like either over the phone or through this weird speak in the door. Yeah. In this weird, like, you don't actually
0: see the guy. Well, yeah, it's you like... You just the, see, the, like... His like, eye. Yeah. The, the angle, angle of, of the... Like of mouth of his mouth. mouth. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, Mr. Yeah. Brett sir. I love it. It's yeah. kind of cool, actually, like, from a viewer's standpoint. But he keeps seeing cockroaches, and he's got the spray, and He's cooking them with that. He's killing them. Like,
2: spraying them as they're flipped over. Yeah. And he's like,
0: <laughs> there's just so many good lines of just to hit home that this guy's a piece of shit. Like when he's talking to uh uh his his uh one, I don't know, one of the executive guys, he's like, What are you doing at the office at 930 night? He's like, you know, there's no overtime for people at executive level. Yeah. he's like, You did good. Go out and fuck somebody. We <laughs> yeah, use a rubber because everybody's that. got the damn herpes yeah. now. <laughs> oh <my> god. <laughs> so he's got this everything's super sterile and white, except for this fucking jukebox that's playing like these old show tunes. You know what's funny? Do you know what song that's playing? Ding 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 ding. Is that the one from Evil Dead Two? At the uh, end. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It is. Yep. Damn. Nice little nod there. There you go. Yeah. So is Evil Dead Revering Creep Show? Evil Dead Two represent Creep Show? I think so. Well, they got that hand too. So yeah. Stop motion. I guess hand. so. Yeah. Oh, maybe. Oh, that's, that's so a, funny. Oh, that's you so heard funny. it here first. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. nobody made Evil, that connection. Is
2: Evil Dead Two a ripoff of creep oh No, no, it's
0: just like little little stuff like little that. Little nuts. No, it's, it's fun because they were all kind of friends. Oh know? yeah, I know yeah, Sam yeah. Raimi was friends with with George Romero. Mm-hmm. So his descent in the madness just keeps happening because there's just more and more bugs. He's like making this disgusting like oatmeal. Fucking thing Ugh. in this blender. Yeah, what is that? It's like I don't first know. he has it in the ba- It's like a, it
2: looks like cereal, like you know, just a little bag in a
0: box. It's like raisin bran yeah. with it's like disgusting. granola
2: and milk in
0: this like generic box. It's gross. And he it's... eats some of it before he notices oh, that yeah. it's weird. Or, he's starting to taste a little extra protein because there's definitely bugs in that mix. Then he goes over to the cereal and he fucking dumps it out and it's just all roaches inside the cereal and he's trying to fucking kill them all i love the i love the score here because it's like this inverted like manic like yeah. v- uh, I, don't, it's I, don't, just, I can't even it's uncomfortable yeah it's very and it's like it's gross. just
2: ramping up with like him like just just going crazy yeah. from all these bugs and it's like there's more and more roaches like
0: the more we go on, the more bugs there are. Uh, yeah. The, oh, the score sounds like bugs running all over yes. your ears. Yes. You know yes. what I mean? It, it's it's amazing. <laughs> and then like, there's the point in the kitchen when there's just like so many. He's just like, "Fuck this!" And he goes in like his hermetically sealed like Room. area. Yeah. Yeah. You can't get You're in here. You. Nothing yeah. getting in here. <laughs> It's love, got like its own oxygen tank yeah. and
2: shit inside. It's I, like, this guy's paranoid.
0: Yeah. Dude, they show that bed though, and it's like, it's moving like squirming. a water bed, and you're like, yeah. Yeah, oh, you know what's oh. here.
2: You know exactly <laughs> yeah. what's coming.
0: But you're right, that music is like, <laughs> yeah. like the sound of them moving. He pulls his sheet off, and it's just bugs. Thousands. It's just thousands of roaches. <laughs> and he's and screaming. He's screaming, and, he, and they're crawling all over him. <sighs> and uh, dude comes back, and he's like, what's the matter, Mr. Pratt? Bug, got your Bug tongue. Got your tongue? <laughs> Oh, well, that final shot. These things are like coursing inside of him. His like brain is his fucking head is like expanding and they all start coming out of his mouth. And then like the shot of his chest is like pushing out and all these bugs fucking come popping yeah. out and squirming all like, over the place. Flooding out of his body. God. Insane. One of the all time best effects, I think. Just period. Just those bugs coming out of that fucking body is just so cool. Oh, and dude, is outside. And he's he's like, to talk be- to me. Talk to me. Talk to me. You fucking jerk. <sighs> and that's that's they're creeping up on you it like closes out with like the rooms like the room is like full of them, like, full of, yeah. of roaches like a good like you know probably like that. oh yeah. Yeah, that, yeah and like he's completely covered in a yeah. sea of insects there's not a there's not a morsel left on that man's body yeah. no i think it's a good one it's not my favorite i really e.g marshall saves if it was yeah. anybody else i don't think it would be as good mm. he his his one-liners and his his acting and the, his delivery is just so fucking great um, that I I really think it it makes it work really well. Um, and again, if if uh, if they didn't choose the the stark white room like this the the completely sanitized version of that set, I don't think it would have the impact that it does because it's ve- you're very hyper focused on the oh, bugs yeah. when yeah. they show up and you can see them real easily. So it works for shots where you see them in the background and yeah. he doesn't see them yet
2: and it feels even more effective being in like such a clean environment
0: yeah where it's like oh this is like just making me feel... me out yeah. Yeah. Oh, he, yeah I love his line he's like ah bugs once you get in you can't get rid of them yeah. you go to the core of the building and they breed <laughs> uh, and he like talks about like growing up in Hell's Kitchen and, like, oh yeah how, oh like, yeah I'm from Hell's Kitchen killed bugs my whole life yeah. me and Daredevil um <laughs> I, I, I Wilson fast. yeah Wilson yeah um Vanessa bye. <laughs> you, you don't talk to me like that in front of Vanessa Wesley <laughs> yeah so uh yeah you know I, I i think it's a good one it's strong to end on because it's not particularly one of the better stories but that last shot is a strong shot to end on yeah yeah um,
2: it's like it's definitely a good closer yeah where it's sure. not strong enough to like start or like put in the middle anywhere yeah. but it's a nice kind of like way to slow out you know yeah the, the yeah, yeah
0: yeah i mean it's definitely the probably i wouldn't say worst ones i don't think any of these actually deserve the word worst in front of them at all but it's the least memorable it's the one i know i always forget is part of it until i'm like oh let's watch creep show and then like i'm going down the list in my head of each uh segment but Uh, it's the one i i I don't think about that like the ending of course i always think of, but the rest i'm just kind of like oh the bug one yeah it's good but it's it it, if i'm tired i might turn it off if i get to that point (laughs) But it's like doesn't mean it's bad. It's just the one that I'm like, eh, yeah. it's it's good, but it doesn't hold accountable to well, the you rest. You could say of it's them. the weakest. Weakest. Yeah. There, you Europe, yeah. there you go. There
2: you go. it's not bad. It's just a good way to like a good like way to slow it down and. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and, yeah.
0: The way that it's the way that everything's paced and, and the way that the stories are presented, I think, was the best choice. Yeah. Like ease that tension out. Yeah, and there was a uh, what was the original. There was an
2: original order two of these got swapped around
0: yeah that's what i was trying to i'm trying to remember before two of them got swapped around but i was i think it was the creeping up on you and something else okay I don't, i'm not sure which one it is though because i think i think this movie could have ended with the crate as well but i that would be a strong way to end it for sure yeah, yeah but it would invoke a totally different feeling mm-hmm. so i i can understand why they kind of mm-hmm. put that at the end like the way that they, they put this out, whatever it may have been previously, I think about it almost like a good album. Like, yeah, there were certain songs probably were in different orders when they were figuring it out. But yeah. when they finally put the album out, it's like, no, this is the order. And then you listen to yeah. it, you're like, no, this is... Like, you listen, to you're like, no, this is the only way it ever could have been. And you find out that, oh, this was here, this was here previously. You're like, huh, yeah. how would that have worked? But you'll yeah. never know, <laughs> no. you know? And again, like, there's, like, deleted scenes on that mm. DVD. And um, they're not... What you'd expect. I just wanted to touch on that real quick because they're like not what you'd expect. There's this there's one in particular. The 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 sea bomber is one from Adrian Barbeau from the crate. But the other one that was significant, I thought, was um from Father's Day. There's a scene where they're talking about Bedelia and how her fiance's shot, and it has Bedelia go down to the morgue to identify the body, and she and they pull it down, they're like, is this your husband? And his whole face is like shot, like with a shotgun. It's like exploded. Oh my and God. she's like, ah! and she's like screaming. And it's just, I thought it was pretty p- a powerful scene. And yeah. it worked, but like, I could see why they snipped. It's like save the, like the good bits
2: for like when. Yeah. It's really? Because oh, the first yeah. one is really, but yeah, Nathan comes out of the ground. Yeah. So I guess that would have been like that would have preceded that, and that's they wanted that shock. Yeah. You know what I mean? I guess that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, it's like a better decision. I I, I yeah. agree
0: with you. And you said that the hitchhiker from Creepshow Two was supposed to be in this. Yeah. This so one. if
2: the mm-hmm. budget was going to be too big for, they're creeping up on you, they were going to originally put in the hitchhiker. Okay. Because that was another Stephen King story, right? That's and like that would have been weird. That would have been really weird. Because doesn't that that also that closes Creepshow Two? Doesn't it? I want to say yes. So it's like either way. They had they're What, like, is, it? what is the order? It's like, like, let's, put, it's let's old, put a bad story in to, you know, close it out.
0: We're gonna do a commentary track for the second creep show, by the way, which is good. You've heard it here first. Um I think it's old Chief Woodenhead, then it's the Raft. Yeah, then the Raft and And then it's Is that the order? I don't know. It's it's been it's been right done. there. <laughs> and you guys <laughs> are trying to do it off memory. Off. I don't think I don't think it says it. Um Damn, I can't remember. I think it is the closer. I think it is the closer, yeah. but there's less stories in Creepshow yeah. too. I like it.
2: I like it this way. It's like yeah. you're getting more stories. I think so. And like they're 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 not rapid fire, but they're a good pace.
0: I think that's the thing, though. They're a little some like Jordy Verrill's shorter, yeah. and Father's Day's a little bit shorter. Then you have your two longer ones, and then you have a little bit shorter yeah. one. And I think that works for the pacing of the film and how it goes up and down. Yeah, you know what I mean. The roller coaster of the, of the film itself. If there
2: were shorter, if there was one more story in here, that would be too fast. Yeah. And if there's one less, you'd be padding these things out. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, we zoom out of the comic and it's the next morning and Tom Savini and Marty Schiff are the garbage men and they come up and they pick up the comic. My, Tom Savini's is directing careers and that's <laughs> oh my God <laughs> and his acting careers in that scene. Thank God he got a little better, but this seems rough, man. (laughs) He plays plays the creep in the second movie. Uh but he's just what well, he keeps like saying the one line over and over again because the guy's like, oh yeah, it's like a horror comic. And he's like, ah, boo! What the fuck did he say? Oh, he's like, he's like he's like, what you got? He's like, he's like, what is that? He's like, a comic book. He's like, what? Comic book. He's like, what? comic book? What? Oh, comic yeah, book? That's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, all right, Tom, you're not quite sex machine yet. Calm down. <laughs> but I love they're like going through it, and he's like, Oh, look at this. You can send away for x ray glasses. He's like, nah, it's black. It's like a gag. And he's like, Oh, vo- authentic voodoo dolls. Like, someone cut it out. Yeah. Oh, God, that's great. You <laughs> can't send away for that. Hey, listen to this. You tired of getting sand kicked in your face? <laughs> Cut to Tom Atkins like pouring himself a cup of coffee. He's like, "Oh, my fucking neck hurts." And his oh wife's God. like, "Oh, you need some Ben Gay." <laughs> Meanwhile, Joe Hills upstairs stabbing uh, the voodoo doll like in the neck. Yeah, oh what is he God. saying? He's like, like, "Ready for another shot?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Weird oh my voice. God, God. it's kind of great. Yeah,
2: he's poking the, the voodoo doll. Tom Atkins is it's like, like leering <laughs> over. <pain. laughs>
0: yeah, it's great. There's Stop like, it! a- his his it, there's like a quick shot of like his wife like lifting in a shirt and there's like a big hole cut out of it where the kid took the oh yeah and then yeah it, it pans out so it, the kid you know joe hill becomes the cover of the comic and the creep takes it off and a candle blows out in like another animation and that yeah. is it yeah. yeah it's fucking great so uh is this on the shelf or is it in the dumpster <laughs> i i I meaning it's pretty obvious i think for all of us but i guess yeah. i'll kick it off it's on the shelf it's been on the shelf ever since i saw it for the first time it hasn't moved if anything it's probably moved higher on the shelf if we ought to think about it in those terms watch it every
2: father's day i oh, will. yeah that's that's the tradition straight Sh- up you know you got silent night deadly night on christmas yep, yep. ever all the you know classic following you got here's blood, your father's day one.
0: blood rage on on thanksgiving oh, yeah, well, and, right, and you got yeah. creep show on father's day yep. I, I, there's still like a, like usually like I kind of feel like I have more to say in these breakdowns at the end, but I feel like we've kind of covered each segment so like in depthly, if that's even a word. That I don't really have much else to say other than yeah. that I really love this movie. That's okay, and <laughs> I, I really don't have anything negative to say about it. Again, like I do wonder like. and I think about this sometimes on this show like how this hits someone today that maybe doesn't have that history and I think it still would probably hold up as a great movie regardless but having that extra information especially with you guys like you were talking about being fans of stuff like this growing up you probably have an additional attachment to it but just someone that likes horror and likes like the aesthetic that they're going for and again I know I mentioned some of those Italian films too because of that makes me think especially the lighting and some of the camera work Sure, uh, obviously was bleeding into some of this stuff too and I'm sure even those comics maybe that's stuff from the 50s obviously but some of the stuff that came after uh and and i always appreciated that kind of stuff in movies in general especially horror so it's just like i talked about that puzzle earlier and this really is like the puzzle that when you finish you don't put it back in the box you actually get like the cork board out and and maybe (laughs) you you don't hang (laughs) it on the wall (laughs) exactly but you but you keep it yeah Yeah. and and, and you look back at it in the closet every once in a while and you're like damn this is fucking impressive and it never gets old um i love this movie from the with, the, with all my heart. Um, I, I I think that um, just in terms of like, I just want to piggyback off what you just said real quick before I forget. I, I think this is a great entry level horror for somebody who's not into horror. This is great mm. for young kids that aren't ready for something like a Friday the 13th or a nightmare or something like that. This is, it's, it's accessible uh, to a large age group while being scary as hell without being too graphic or too whatever. Um, I love it so much. Um, It is, I said at the beginning of this episode, it it is the best anthology movie to ever be put to film. I don't know if it will ever be topped (laughs) or anything will be quite like it again. I mean, we have Creepshow 2, which I love, but it's just not the same creep show three we're not even going to talk about ever because it's not even a fucking oh they
2: made a creep show three
0: no they sure did I'm not I'm trying
2: man. to like trick my
0: brain to just never tuning it out no what you want to talk about disappointment i remember the day that i picked that up and oh, then you paid money for that. i paid money for it yeah oh. back before you could stream things <laughs> yeah. you didn't I, know i didn't know you had to know yeah you had to know and you know uh, it's really Uh, This is another one like this is such a seminal movie in horror, especially contemporary horror, because we're still talking about it now. And there's a fucking show that's a a new creep show series that has been going for three seasons. It's still going strong. And I I think that's I think that's a testament to uh, the impact that this film has made and how it's resonated with uh people who love the genre and people who work in the genre like uh um I think I think it's headed by Greg Greg Nicotero the the series so like I know that he loves this film and he's a big fan of Savini's work and stuff like that so like for him to kick kind of take the torch and run with it like for with Romero and and King and kind of keep it alive I think it's I think it's great um I don't think it's the best series ever. And, but that's okay because I, I, I feel like if people enjoy it, that's fine. You know what I mean? I, I think it's cool that we're still talking about it and it still has life and legs. Uh, so I think that's really cool. And, um, man, I've loved this movie since I can remember. I have every fucking iteration <laughs> yeah. on the table. I have, I have, uh, my, my, warner slip i have my water clam i have my my creep show blu-ray i had the dvd the snap case paper one i don't know what happened to it uh but it's not in the collection anymore i can and, picture it in my head b- but then you know again i cannot stress enough if you are a fan of this film go pick up the shout factory version of the film it is the definitive version michael gornick's definitive version the, the cinematographer f- uh, of creep show um and i think it's i think it it might be george's definitive version as well in terms of how it's graded and edited and and colored and and fixed and kind of rounded out to this beautiful uh, restoration. It's the best way to watch it, 100%. And it's packed with fucking extras from uh, Mike Flesher's uh Redshirt Pictures. Also, if you looked right over there, there's the the making of uh, the Just Desserts uh, documentary also done by redshirt pictures and, and Mike Felsher. It's very, very good. Go pick it up. It's fucking great. I th- um, it's, <laughs> it's a timeless horror classic. And I think it's going to be around for many more generations to enjoy. Um, and I think, I don't, I don't think we'll ever forget about this one.
2: It's like, like you said, it's like you covered all the bases. Like I don't really, <laughs> I, uh, you know, I, I can't help but agree with everything you said. And it's like, it really is timeless. It's like, there's all sorts of things going on here it's like all different sorts of moods atmospheres and everything and all different times of time periods. yes and it pulls it off like it's no like no sweat
0: no way and i think that again that that's because everybody involved from the production design to to the director to the effects to to everybody they knew what they were making Mm -hmm. and they knew how to get there and they all worked really hard to bring that vision to life again this is fucking this is like ghostbusters level lightning in a bottle yeah, shit yeah you know what I mean? and it's like
2: you could you like you can't help but imagine if like george romero and steven king worked together like more often i know and it's like what would have happened but it's like you know they set out initially to make their you know sort of their own love letter to what they grew up with yeah. and it's like now this is what like what we grew up with yeah and we're putting it in work we do exactly and so, so it's point. like this
0: weird like it just keeps Loop. paying it forward yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. the the love the love of horror and uh the fantastic and the supernatural and the, and and even a little dash of sci-fi in there um continues
2: yeah. <laughs> you know and it's like they they put everything in there and it's like you can't help but fall in love with it it's a it's an amazing movie everything about yeah.
0: it is fantastic the score the, the way
2: it's shot eh. The score—it's like I know we talked about it before, but like it's so good. We really can't give it enough justice. No, no, it's like yeah. it's weird as hell. Yeah, and it's like he—it's not traditional.
0: It's like a—it's a, synth, it's a yeah. weird synth thing. You think it would be an orchestral yeah. score, but it's John not. Harrison does not get enough credit. No, no. and also like, pick up the fucking creep show LP. Uh, yes. Waxwork put that out. I don't know if they still have it for sale, but if they do, go grab it.
2: But it's uh, it's like
0: it's perfect. It's
2: all over the place. It's yeah. creepy. It's silly, it, but it's it's just it's so unique and like fits the movie so well i can't imagine like we keep saying this but i can't imagine doing someone else doing this no i can't imagine someone else doing this soundtrack
0: i don't i don't think and so i don't think
2: the movie would hit as hard no. if it wasn't for john harrison
0: no in in, in it, all that that symphony of everything yeah. coming together it, that's a big part of it and uh it, it's just really fucking good and I, <laughs> yeah. I like i can't stress that enough it's just right? all really fucking good um yeah and so that was, that was, that was the, that was, that was the legendary yeah. creep show. I'm so glad that we got to talk about it with you and you came on for a main episode yeah, and we talked fun. about like one of our favorite movies of all time. So, so happy 40th birthday, 40th creep, oh, yeah. creep show. Uh, Get yourself a cake. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Birthday cake, cake. Over, uh, the <laughs> over the hill. Over the hill. Thanks. Thank you, George, for, for everything. And especially this film. Um, thank you. So, like we said earlier, Talks from the Dark Side should be coming back uh, very soon, if not already out. Uh, again, I, it, it's a thing that's coming back. <laughs> People keep asking. We're going to try to streamline those a little bit going forward, but uh, just, just so that there's not these huge gaps in between episodes. But uh, stay tuned for the actual episodes to get more details on that. It's back. Yeah, it's back is the key point. Just like John Wick, it's back, baby. <laughs> <laughs> We're back from the Dark Side. Yeah, yeah. And before we forget, in honor of the 40th anniversary of Creep Show, we are giving away a 40th anniversary NECA Ultimate Creep over on Instagram. So go f- go over to uh, the Movie Dumpster Instagram to uh, figure out how to win one of these guys. So that's it. That's Creep Show from 1982, directed by George Romero. I'm Joe Lascola. I'm Sean O'Rourke, and I'm Chris Barr. Until next time, Creeps.